Welcome to another edition of Mass Matin Mayhem. I am your host, Justin Harvey. You can find me on Twitter at Justin Harvey 75. You can find the entire show on Twitter at MMM Show 75. Um, I am joined here today by these guys. You can see them right there. That's uh, Byron Fever. At Byron Fever. Catch it. Why did catch Byron what's Fever? up with your haircut? Are you tired of people telling you you look like TJ Miller? My brother is getting married and they made me cut my hair. Congratulations on marrying your own brother. Yeah, that's inbred. Really Fuck. It didn't come out right. This is Casey. My, my brother is getting married. I'm not saying I'm getting married to my brother. So, um, I Byron Fever on Instagram and Twitter and snapchat <gasps> uh, all that stuff and what are we doing a lucha draft wait, wait, today? wait get get this guy this is casey nielsen at lucha gringo don't fucking follow me on anything you people disgust me all right so um first of all you could possibly be watching this live except byron needs to figure out how to tweet the link right now oh so you figure you you diddle with that while I go through what the fuck? I'm like in an episode of Battlestar Galactica. Oh, this what is, fuck yeah, is going this on is here. This fucking is crazy. Dope. Well, part of my strategy is giving Casey seizures by the third round. <laughs> it's the only way you'll win, bitch. I guess it's gonna uh, work. And I don't think I need these anymore. I think we sound good. I can take the cans off. Um Yeah, so today, if you're watching this live. Uh, you could be watching this live on YouTube right now. I don't know if anyone is yet, but that's because we didn't tell anyone that we were actually doing it right now because we had no clue exactly what time we were going to get together to do this. But you could be watching this live. You could be watching the video replay of it on YouTube. You could be listening to this without seeing it on SoundCloud or iTunes or Blueberry because we're available in all of those places. Um, basically, we're, we're trying to cover as much media as possible with the show all at once. Um, and I don't know if you can see Drago over there, but the Drago mask is, is in the house. Like you can see it on, uh, this Byron camera. fucking sucks. He'll, he'll spit real shitty fire. If you get him mad, Byron fucks he'll spit real mouth. shitty fire. If you get him mad, alone. Byron fucks me. So on today's oh, episode, let me Drago. run down what we got going on for Fuck. you today. We're going to break down. Yes. New Lucha underground footage. There was a minute and 58 second long trailer that was released this week. And somehow I feel like there was more revelations in that two minutes than there were in the last four episodes. Yeah, like it had fucking ad-ats and it showed Darth Vader. No, no, that was uh, that was the Olympics. Oh, okay. That was the Olympics. I only watched the special Olympics to support Byron. Anyway, so yeah, there was <laughs> that's that's the kind of you. Um, mm. We'll talk about the the Lucha Underground trailer first because that's big news to all of us and to Lucha Underground fans, and that's one of the main focuses of the show. Like you couldn't tell by all the shilling and marking out I'm doing with my attire today. Lucha, and then uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about G1. Byron, you watched some G1? Yeah, I'll talk a little bit about uh, G1. That's about all I've seen is a little bit. That's oh, cool. what, yeah. is, what is? G1 I haven't seen a lot of it, for? but uh, I'm interested to hear what's going on because I kind of want to go back and like just watch some of the best stuff later. Yeah, I've had too much TV this week with uh, double eviction on Big Brother. That was that was a bit much for me to handle. There's like 23 and Olympics hundred. Uh, shows and three quarters of them are house shows for G1. Yeah, there's a lot you don't uh, need to so watch. Some of it's like, okay, well, good. Well, maybe you can 
take this time to point me to some of the good stuff and then I'll absolutely go and, watch it. and then um, I'll tell you if it's probably I, really good or not even though I didn't watch it because his opinions in wrestling suck except for liking Lucha Underground which is an anomaly which is why we let him in the house yeah because he fucking even though it's his house he fucking loves Roman Reigns it's his favorite wrestler hey yeah keep this keep this angle Byron keep this angle right here Keep this angle. Justin, is this camera this? live right now? You go to the Mass Mats and Mayhem YouTube page I, and you find the link and then you, you find it going live and then you share the link. But I did MMM Show 75 on YouTube and it's not channels. Go to go to our channel. <laughs> Byron is inept. It didn't it switch to the camera of me fucking Byron for like 10 minutes when he's in this position. Though, oh, right? I can do that. Yeah. I have to manually yeah. switch the camera. There you Gotta go. manually switch the camera to this, Byron? Because I'm going to be fucking you with my picks anyway. All right. Oh. So, Also, we're going to talk a little bit like about uh, some changes over at TNA. We'll talk about that briefly. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about Conor McGregor versus Nate Diaz. No. Oh. Versus Floyd Mayweather. No. How about Conor McGregor versus all of WWE, except those who are considered to be Dons by him? Yeah, if I was scared of uh, Diaz, I'd be deflecting to other fake fighters as well. I like how he called Cena fat. We'll get to that because okay. he did. He called. He he had a few things to say about John Cena. He's Apparently, been missing he's a, a few days in the gym. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about some of the, the fighters union stuff and whether this unionization is going to happen. I know Mark Hunt's been out there talking a big game and a lot of other fighters have too. Um, is now the time with the new owners for the fighters to unionize? We will see. And uh, <laughs> finally, we've got this little thing going on here. I'll explain more about this later, but please stay tuned for this. Or if you really hate oh. MMA, skip over it. Or if you really hate Lucha Underground, <laughs> you shouldn't be watching this. I was this pointing at Byron's dick this. when you said little thing. Right no, here. not not that little thing. Oh, okay. I'm talking about this little thing right oh. here. This is our Lucha Underground draft split board. We are doing today a draft between uh, Byron Fever over there and uh, Casey Nielsen. <laughs> Oh, you're stealing the thing that Omega stole from Dean Ambrose? You, you're stealing the thing. I'll explain all the I rules a little created. bit later, but it's going to get tense in here because the uh, the draft <sighs> is going to be something tough. They got to pick guys, girls, outsiders, all sorts of we stuff. Have to, we both have to pick Kevin Nash and Scott Hall Basically, for somehow in no, three no, spots. No, not those outsiders. This is a different thing. I'll explain three spots for, for – okay. Is one of them six? Is now, Casey, you seem fairly positive. I mean, go. with your wrestling knowledge, I would say that Casey's probably the favorite here, but Byron could scoop some picks on you. Well, you know, it's not the first time I've been the favorite because I've been the favorite of all the listeners for however many episodes I've been on. So if you're watching or listening to this, please go to our uh, Twitter page at MMMShow75 and uh, vote on, you know, towards the end of the show, vote on who you think did the uh, better job here in, in their draft pick. And then there's a little surprise for next week because I'm going to want you guys to vote again. So yes. please give them hell. Give them holy hell about this on Twitter too. I want you, if their picks suck, please let us know. Destroy these guys. And I'm not picking, so I don't care. So feel free to just have at these dudes. And before you have at anyone, I just want you to remember who knows a lot more about Lucha than each and every one of you motherfuckers.
Except for like Cubs fan, if he's listening, or Rob Viper. Or it's okay Fredo. to just vote with who you think is a better person in general. <laughs> you know? Like if you think someone's a big old piece of shit, <laughs> you don't have to vote for Casey. <gasps> Those are the only hope. Woo, you guys are driving me to drink friends. already. All you have is the hate vote. I, I tweeted the link and now oh. I'm posting on the Facebook page. Sweet. And now we have a viewer, but it's probably you. All right. So without further ado, I, I really want to get to something important just because the show is off the air. We are not, we have gone nowhere. We are still right here with you. We're not some uh, podcast that decides to break up and get back together or work everybody or whatever the fuck's going on out there. I don't even get what the fuck happened there. I Did I get worked? I don't know. I Did, I don't listen to their podcast, so I don't even I didn't even know they broke up. Oh, stop it! I think Maybe Urban blacked out and he just sobered up and forgot the whole thing ever happened. Which, what the fuck? Like he's doing videos and shit now, and like now it feels like they're all you know happy go lucky again or whatever. Huh. Which one of them is Urban? Um, the Latino one. No, they. That doesn't. <laughs> you can't figure it out from that. Not, no, those those voices. The one that doesn't look like pre-rocker Shawn Michael. Yes. Okay. Make a fucking. Post. Byron can't figure out what's going on. Anyway, so I don't know what's going on. Like Mil Machetes, who goes on Razor Cabron's podcast, he's getting all accused at PWG a couple of weeks ago of shit, and then we, like we, we covered that. Nikki Styles and mm -hmm. Heel Huns and J Man are doing is. shit, and then I know who Heel Huns is. Urban's like doing these crazy videos and hacking people's websites. Now I don't know if the whole shit's a joke or if it's fucking real or what the fuck's going on. Is he hacking the Facebook, and that's why uh, Byron can't Lady J out. and Twitwow got stood up by Last Real Heels, and then they came on our show, and then I felt bad because I didn't even know that they stood up the fucking other people like i don't know what's going on in the lucha podcast world but we're just doing our thing like you're saying so many you. names that i don't even know who these people are because all i care about is this podcast because i'm on it and conan's keeping it 100 podcast because hoovy juice is on it i don't know Stay how to go to the facebook page this upsets me should we talk about that first no no we we're already mm. talking about stuff when are we gonna start we right. are starting right now. Yeah. So, all right. Hey, this week there was a little countdown on Wednesday on the Lucha page. I love when these things happen because oh, yeah. it gets me excited. It started at 15. Yeah, yeah. we were we were in a DM at the time talking about some other Lucha related stuff. And then and I'm like, know, Netflix deal, Netflix deal. Yeah, super Casey, Casey was wrong. He really thought it was going to be a Netflix or Hulu announcement or something like that. Um, there's been some teases Crackle. that that might be in the works, but I don't know that that's a done deal yet. Do you think it's a done deal? I think if it was a done deal. They would have fucking announced it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel like it would have gotten announced too. Now maybe they will get something together in time before the next season officially starts, which would be really cool for people mm -hmm. to catch up. And I think that if Lucha gets one of those deals, it's really going to make a huge difference. Mm -hmm. um, just like for Breaking Bad, like I don't think Breaking Bad would be what it is today if it hadn't had this amazing run on right. you know the the over-the-top yep. services. Everyone yeah. binged on Netflix season three. Yeah, yeah and right. then they yeah. caught up, and then they started watching it live. Uh -huh. You know, so you got this, uh -huh. this yeah. great symbiosis of the whole thing coming together, and hopefully, uh, I hope for Lucha Underground's sake that that happens, because I feel like if some of these wrestling fans that are out there can cherry-pick the good stuff or what, you know, us hardcore everyday fans are saying is mm -hmm. the best stuff, 
that'll get them amped up mm -hmm. to be watching all the time. And then they'll really appreciate yes. the, the regular stuff. And I want to tell people, if you're a new Lucha Underground viewer, ask us. Because everyone else is going to say, watch the whole thing from the beginning. No. Don't. I'll tell you what to watch. And then you'll like the things I like. And then you'll be a good person. Why are you eating into... And he's talking. It's so rude. That's the point. Also, it's delicious. Mmm, show it's delicious. <laughs> Angry Casey's out right now because I wasted the afternoon going to see Suicide Squad. Oh, how was it? Uh, I wanted to commit suicide for it to stop. Now the first oh, half, the was... first half was good. I was mm. with it in the first half, and then it started to suck. The second half was Jared Leto good at least. He was fucking awesome. I heard he was all three and a half seconds. I don't know how you can blow movie. that movie. I mean, the freaking trailers were. Awesome. That the, the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer was one of my favorite trailers in the last two or three years. You know how you blow that movie? You make it a fucking PG-13 kids movie is what you do. Boo. Yeah. Um, well, we've gotten Byron to leave the show because we're talking about films. And, uh, and comic books. You just mentioned Suicide Squad. Um, go be alone for a minute. So let's talk about this trailer. Basically, Triggered. a countdown goes up on the Lucha Underground page. And the next thing you know, boom. There is two minutes of all new stuff. Now, yeah. the thing to me to start off talking about this is the fact that other than one shot of a training ring, mm -hmm. there is no in-ring work in this trailer at all. This yeah. is a 100% vignette trailer, which is fucking amazing because mm -hmm. that to me says what we are plugging here is a TV show. We are not plugging a wrestling mm -hmm. show. We are plugging... The storylines, we're plugging the new characters, we're plugging I see between characters, whether feuds are still going yeah. or not. Mm -hmm. Like they are this is the perfect example of a tease to me. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I was always wondering if a guy would be walking on the sidewalk by the temple. And this answered that question. Like season three is gonna deliver. Yeah, it, that guy didn't get jumped by anyone in masks, so that we saw. So it was wildly unrealistic because <laughs> we know how it is in Boyle Heights. You get jumped by dudes in masks. Apparently, a dude with a fucking hammer. You guys see that shit? Yeah, like what the, the a cop shot a kid or something over there. Oh, was that, 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 that was separate. But there was a guy. Last week. Uh, there was a guy in a van running around and then jumping out and hitting people with a fucking hammer like he was Triple H which I think it's Triple H trying to sabotage Lucha Underground for having the better wrestling product by taking Royal out its Heights hometown fans. is no fucking joke. It is. There's like real shit goes down in, in the BA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a 14-year-old uh, last week who got shot by the cops. He was in pursuit, and he had a loaded gun on him. A 14-year-old with a loaded gun was running from the cops, ended up getting shot. He may have shot at the cops. Or I was doing that shit when I was twelve. Hell, uh, look, look! If you are pointing a pistol at the police, and and I call them the police, that's, that's <laughs> how you say it correctly. Uh, if you're pointing a pistol at the police in Boyle Heights, whether it's your fault or not, and if that pistol should for some reason happen to go off, that's just not a good look for you. You know, mm -hmm. LA cops have calmed down their crazy shit quite a bit since the the days of, yeah. of nah. your. They kind of they kind of had to put the work in. Yeah, they're not necessarily ago. the most vile police force in the country anymore. <laughs> but at the same time, you're running around with a gun and it's pointed in their general direction. You I might get hurt very severely in a very bad yeah. way. And with all the tension out there, that's not a good look. And it was a kid doing it, which is like, Boyle Heights is. Fucking nuts. I can't believe we go there so often. I'm like, all of us, you know, not that tough. All <clears throat> well, y'all don't exactly all look like us. you would 
walk through Boyle Heights safely, especially with a haircut like that. Yeah, that's yeah. See, I just uh, I just did the Christian Cage <laughs> character. The cuffs. Uh, I did the. I got does this, haircut. Does this show up on camera? I don't know. <coughs> um, no, no. It's too. Yeah. It's too white. It's like a white card. Mm. Um, Damn. Or I actually, need to, it, I need to play the white card we, so I get a fair shake. No, you need to play the white card so we get a white balance off your camera. Yes, yeah, Seamus. All right. So, anyway, the overall, yeah. overall, the trailer to me was amazing. And yeah. right when, right when it came out, I probably watched it. I don't know, thirty times. You had to like, see like everything. Two right? hours. Yeah. Like, yeah. At first, I watched it on my phone right when it came out because we were all kind of texting about some other stuff. And then I put it up on the big screen. And as soon as I put it up on the big screen, I saw so much more. And then yeah. I'm like having to freeze frame it because there's shit that's in there for a second. Like monster faces. Yeah. If you didn't see the monster face, you fucked up. Go back. And, and we, we were even having face. a debate about the monster face earlier. And I freeze framed it earlier today. And I'm pretty sure I know what it is. But I, he has another idea. So anyway. It's pretty much um, the same idea, though. My first question is, who is the first silhouette? Is it Mundo with backlit with the LA skyline? Um, and I'm pretty sure it is. It's somebody with flowing hair. Mm. Looks, looks. Uh... So my question is, <laughs> and that's just for it was actually funny. Lorenzo Lamas with his renegade hair back. Isn't he in one of the shots? Yeah, he, he is. is. In one of the he shots. Is. I'll get to that one in a right. minute. But so, but what does it say to you that the first shot is Johnny Mundo, who does not have his trios titles anymore as uh -oh. of the end of of Ultima Lucha Dos? But for him to be the first shot of the whole thing is that. I mean that's a that's a big statement to me. Yeah, yeah. you know why what it like, is. Ray it's, is shot number two, and he <laughs> is like the face of Lucha Libre worldwide. Have you ever heard the phrase "saving the best for last," Justin? That's why Mundo was first, and we'll talk about who was last. Okay, but but also, have you ever heard this this saying that people remember what they see first and last most? So no. are we leading to? Uh, I, I just feel like Johnny Mundo in general in this promo got a pretty big push he did he was in a lot of stuff mm -hmm. well uh, he has the worldwide underground has yeah. a new member we'll get to that yes because yeah. i'll get to that shot okay so there's, second there's, shot is ray mm -hmm. yeah third shot is sexy star in a boxing ring <laughs> so and i'll throw this to you guys is we know what's happening with sexy outside of lucha underground she's uh -huh. taking the mask off she's she's back to dolce or whatever her real name is um she's posting pictures at marathons completely unmasked now she's posting them of herself at first it was like pr photos that other people were taking now like, it's yeah. her Shit posting her own pictures of herself without the mask but she used to always do that anyway so half her face she, like, she would kind of try to cheat it or other people would post stuff of her but now she on her twitter posting pictures of herself um so my question becomes are they gonna tie in what she's doing outside of the ring are they gonna unmask her do you think in season three mm. here how does lucha underground handle this because sexy is pretty heavily promoted in this too so clearly she's a big part of season three well here's my here's my thing on sexy and why i, I had a big issue with her pulling this stunt which too you call it a stunt but i mean she sounds like she's just out of the mask to me Mm. Well, but going into boxing and trying to do that, like I, I like that was a big PR thing to get attention and this and that. And I get the angle with AAA in wanting to capitalize on her name while she's still out there because she's not on AAA TV anymore. But 
knowing that she's already filmed her season of right. season three without giving away anything that she's done, she's filmed it already. Mm -hmm. So you can't change what she's going to do anymore. Well, this may be one of the drawbacks of Lucha Underground. You being... can change whatever the fuck you want if you do retakes. That's that, but I don't think they do That's that. That's the advantage and the disadvantage to me of Lucha Underground being yeah. taped this far in advance. A, you could change things. If you really wanted to, you could take out whole storylines or change storylines or do yeah. backstage vignettes to explain things a different way. Or it could just mean Crap, they're screwed now because she's done something in real life that doesn't violate her contract with them. Yeah. But it affects maybe the gimmick standing. It affects yeah. her standing possibly with AAA and thusly what's what's going on in Lucha Underground. It's it's mm -hmm. difficult, right? I'm just saying hi to Urban. Hi, Urban. You are, but hello. Saying I hi to Urban. Him in person. <laughs> really? I meet a lot of people in person, bro. Mm. So anyway, I think the sexy thing is just it, it's that conflict of filming a whole season in advance. Um, maybe she becomes a very successful boxer and fighter. <laughs> and... But to me, seeing her in the boxing ring, I feel like Lucha yeah. Underground is possibly going to tie it in. They've, they've, That's my question from this trailer. Mm, given given yeah. people have a reason or not to be angry about what she's doing outside of the ring, maybe it pisses you off, maybe you're a traditionalist, whatever. But... Just talking purely about this trailer, yeah. seeing her in a boxing ring, do you feel like they're going to try to tie in what's going on outside and bring it into Lucha Underground? I think they already brought in her husband being a boxer. And I like don't, she's, no, they haven't because she's supposed to be a lady that went away from her abused relationship. She doesn't even have a husband on the show. Mm. I don't I know. Don't, I thought I, they mentioned in some of her matches, she kind of brought that style into her, into no, her fights. I don't know. I, I might have been in commentary. commentary sometimes. Like, I don't listen much. Like I'm busy running my own commentary. I know, I'm always listening for for strikers, weird pop culture references that hmm. anybody younger than me will never get. <laughs> um, he has some good English literature stuff that no one will ever get either. Um, what is he like talking about Canterbury Tales in there or something? Nah, yeah, I know that reference. Um, all right, well, so sexy, strange, but the very next shot, one of my favorites of the the trailer. Cobra Moon slinking across yeah. the floor. I'm just going to say, like, and I said this before when she first debuted and we were talking about it and whatnot, that the uh, clap, clap, hiss, that the body movements that she's putting into the character. Mm -hmm. Stolen from me. Just, they translate really well for me. And then she's doing this thing oh, and they? it's super awesome. Yeah. Yes, I, I mean, I like that. that I like shit. that she's going the extra mile yeah. to to really put a body characterization mm -hmm. into a gimmick, especially a masked gimmick, because people don't get your facial expressions mm -hmm. a lot, and they don't get certain other things. So I you know. can make your whole body part of the character, yeah. and seeing her crawl across the floor like that, that it does it for awesome. me. It works. Uh -huh. And we haven't seen too much of her. She's been kind of a mystery lately, sort of haunting Daga, which is someone to talk about, but. Um, yeah, like you see her doing that, and then when you see her throwing it, it's like that's another person of like, well, what are they up to? It's a sick ass throne. It is literally the Cobra Commander throne. Yeah, let's and jump. A, let's jump ahead great. to that because I was kind of going in order, but but talking, I don't remember what order. She no, had. no, it's I not. It's fine though. But because talking about her in this, there's a couple of things, and we might as well throw out the Daga thing right now too. Um, Cobra Moon is sitting on a throne here. Mm -hmm. Dario's in jail. Do we think that maybe Cobra has a run at the beginning of the season like 
uh, Katrina did last year? Is Cobra taking oh, over here? I think it was a fancy snake turlet. Yeah, turlet. <laughs> That's how they call it down in your shop. They call it turlet there. <laughs> She's like, I, I think whenever Dario leaves, they blow the Lucha Temple budget on chairs. Yeah, well, it was Which a toilet, that last season too, right? <laughs> She's like, there's only one snake in the Ooh. temple now, but when I make the fudge snake, destroy the temple. Fudge snake, really? I don't ever there. think about Cobra Moon and a fudge snake. Well, it was, gonna, it was a toilet. There's going to be a fudge snake. It's horrifying. I mean, unless it was a number one. Are we going to get a rating that's like no one over the age of 10 will get any jokes or references? On yeah, the that's show? what it is. Uh, like, you have to keep it that sophomoric. So sophomoric, it's freshman. Oh, Jesus Christ. You guys are oh. dicks. Um, but so it looks like in this shot also that there are two figures kneeling down in front of her. Mm -hmm. It's just their backs. You can't really see them. One of them looks pretty big, though. Oh, that was So gross. it looks like not only is she the queen of some shit, um, that she's got a couple of followers. And I'm wondering, but they looked like maybe they were masked. I couldn't quite tell. Like, is Daga one of these people, do we think? I Like, where's the Daga not. thing going? I don't know. If they were masks, I don't think it's Daga. I mean, we got to see some cool shit with Daga, right? Like, yeah. He had like a sword and. I mean, yeah, that, which was crazy. He's got this big ass He Man, I have the power moment where <laughs> so, he's swinging this fucking golden broadsword. Yeah. And yep. then the funny thing to me was it cuts to a picture of Johnny Mundo deflecting another Kendo sword, yeah. with his Kendo sword. <laughs> and it looks like it was Daga swinging at him, but it was clearly like. Jack or somebody else yeah, in the world that faked me out too. It and was I, hilarious. I had to go back and I'm like, wait, was he just attacking? Oh, it was a kendo stick. See, that's the things you only get from our analysis of frame by frame by frame. Yeah, it was a total jump cut moment, but it was, and there's a few of those in here that were, were pretty interesting. I'll talk about another one in a little bit. Um, but yeah, so they did this weird jump cut from Daga with the sword, but that's the only clip we see of Daga. Mm -hmm. And he's backstage basically with a golden sword. Mm -hmm. yeah. So one has to ask, like, where the fuck are we going with Daga here? He's had this weird thing going on with Cobra Moon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know that we, um, even at tapings, I don't know that we saw a lot of the storyline go mm -hmm. somewhere. I don't know. It's like what we can uh, say and what I, we can't I feel say. Like I have no comment on that. Yeah, I, I, have. I think you guys saw more stuff than I did because um, I wasn't at a few of those early tapings, so I don't know where the story. I will say I think it's pretty obvious he's gonna win Ray De Reyes season three, <laughs> and I'm excited to see where that goes. Maybe he'll I, also be dropping like I Pentagon just hope, did yeah. when he won. I hope he gives Pentagon his fucking sword back. <laughs> this, is, this is what I hope. That's jacked up. He, he, it was like Wade Barrett in King of the Ring. Oh, hey, remember when Taurus fucking won the Pena? Oh, no. Who's Taurus? No. <laughs> Fuck, I should draft Taurus. I, I, I don't even think of that. Who's the one that, um, Hoke, is it Hoke? Mm -hmm. Just hates? Is it Titan or something? Like It's well, Thunder and he's dead, so he can let go of his hatred. No, 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 no. Well, it, maybe it's him. It's I, Thunder and he, he just keeps, died. He keeps posting gifts of this Uchador. That when he comes to the ring, he has a dancing woman, and then he just dances around for like five minutes before he dances to the stage. What you do? Is that thunder? That, and I don't know. That can't be thunder as well. I would. He's a former male stripper. Like he it could is be he him. still posting thunder gifts after thunder died? Uh, that's fucked up. Okay, what the fuck, dude? 
All right, I'm going to move back onto the look. Hokey's gifts are dope, though. Yeah, they, they are. are. Yeah, like they he's are. doing a service to the entire world of lucha. Yeah, League. like I when he gives us in the audience. Oh, I love that. I love my fucking favorite great one service. Is, uh, Puma right in Casey's face. Sarah Miedo, motherfucker. Yeah. You're a bitch. Hey, Puma, you're not getting fucking drafted. But the uh, the gifts of, <laughs> of Byron looking really stupid and doing the seal clap, I I made those. Yeah, those. Were no, you didn't. Or, yeah, I did. How'd you make? They don't know how to make a gift, gift. maker. That's right here. Hmm. He's like, I wish John Cena was here. I have, I, I have the gift on my desk. Oh, my special pick's going to be... <laughs> I'm going to pick his headband that he wears as a bicep band. That's my special pick. Or the towel that says never give up. All things he could use for autoerotic asphyxiation. It's interesting how that works out, but let's move on. How, what else is happening? In the I'm just going to show Byron some of these gifts that I made of him. He didn't make that one. Okay, made that one. I did. I made that gift. Mm, why did he post it? I posted it. Look so again. He posted his. To, to keep the show moving as it grinds to a halt, there were some other things in this trailer that were quite interesting to me. Seal clap Byron right here in my MMM show folder that I made with Gift Maker. It's your seal cap by or, or, or well, or, no, because it's, it's, it's showing this is this preview. is even better for the viewers than it is it. for the listeners. All right, I'll post that gif. I'll post that gif again so that right everybody can see Byron do the seal clap. Dude, it's your mic too, bro. Oh. It got like thousands, thousands of clicks. I, I reposted it. But it wasn't okay. It was me. You're trying to steal my thunder. Anyway, all right, let's get back to this trailer because there's a lot of good shit. Oh, here. what was the first shot in it again? Mundo. I love John. Uh, it's forced. Uh, I, I, I forgot to do it earlier. I'm sorry. Um, the next shot is a black dude running across the bridge. Color Byron. We like having them in Lucha Underground because it's yeah, going to be very Mexicans hard Mexicans aren't people of color? Jesus Christ, Justin. I mean the other people of color because Vince ain't going to give them jobs. Oh, um, sorry. Did I say that? Was that too real? Too real. They might get jobs in TNA. I mean, Lashley's got like 23 belts, so I guess brothers are doing all right over there. And then the Pope is <laughs> announcing. But, um, oh, is he really? So I don't know. You realize, I, I don't know, but you realize I found, I figured out who that was from a later shot. Um, that is a close up shot in a chair of this dude getting kicked in the face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is, or aka AR Fox. You throw his shoot name out there? Well, I, I don't know what he's coming into Lucha Underground as. So, I, I mean, I'm going to assume that he's not using AR Fox when he comes into Lucha, but maybe he is. That's, that's, his that's how people would know him. Yeah, people would know him as AR Fox. Yeah. Not necessarily. I don't know. His shoot name is Thomas Ballas. I would I know him know. as the guy running down the street. I haven't so, seen he's yet. the guy running down the street. Um, if you haven't seen him before, get the uh, CZW subscription or... Oh. And like, so <laughs> oh, God damn it. he's a flippy shit guy, but he's also a hardcore wrestler guy. So he, like, you know, when you see him, his body is fucking scarred. Like the man has like, mm -hmm. and there might be thumbtacks just under the first layer of his skin. Who knows? He's done some crazy fucking matches in CZW. I need, I need um, to speak to the people about this a little bit. He, I'm not going to pretend uh, that I didn't see him this season, but I'm not going to drop his character. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm just going to tell you that he fucking killed it all season. First of all. And second of all, he is now my second favorite wrestler in Lucha Underground after the mighty Pentagon Jr. 
But you know what? I'm not gonna get into any details. Pentagon Junior isn't papers. in Pentagon Junior isn't in Lucha. Yeah, remember that when we're drafting. Anymore. Remember that when we're drafting. One can draft Pentagon Junior because he doesn't exist to... anymore. Pentagon Dark is you... who you can draft. Is uh, Casey gonna try and draft Pentagon Junior at a triple A? Not allowed. I'm disallowing it right now. You can, <laughs> you can only draft Pentagon Dark as a current roster member yeah. of Lucha Underground. That's fine. Are you going to draft Pentagon Junior out of like AAPW or whatever that Chicago draft thing him is? Draft PWG. <laughs> PWG. If you, can, if you draft him under his shoot name without the, the, Dark Dragon. With, without the mask and without the gimmick, then I might consider it. I'm not going to drop that knowledge on this fucking podcast. Oh, so that's the, that's the trick. You have to break case, Fabe, to get him if if Byron were to somehow get Pentagon Dark. But then everyone's going to anyway. fucking start friending him on Facebook. I don't want that to happen to the poor guy. All right, so here's what I'm going to do. Uh, anyway, AR Fox. I was talking about AR Fox. So he spent yeah. some time in uh, Evolve. He did a little run in Dragon Gate. Um, he's been around. He's done some Jesus. PWG also. Um, his, CW, his CZW stuff, though, is probably the stuff to watch. If you don't know who he is, check him out. The dude is off the hook. Like I said, hardcore wrestler and flippy shit. Um, I like the fact that he's got a couple clips in here. So yeah, I yeah. feel like something big is coming for this guy. He actually got more clips than fucking <clears throat> Prince Puma. Yeah, which was uh, I kind of want to talk about that in a minute, too. But oh, the um, last shot. Second, Anyways, second to last shot. So I, I also think it, it, I find it interesting that they're bringing him in unmasked. So maybe he is coming in as AR Fox. I don't really know. Um, I felt like he would be another good candidate, like like Ricochet was to be Puma, of uh, somebody you could strap a great gimmick mm -hmm. on and and make something completely new out of him. You guys yeah. know the story though, Same right? Same as like gonna be kill shot, and then they couldn't get him because I guess Gabe Sapolsky cock blocked them from signing with the company. Yeah, I could oh, see that. Oh, yeah, we are talking about that yeah. in season one. Well, and he would have been a great choice for that, though. Uh, yeah. I think Shane has done uh, a fabulous job in that He has. Role. He has. And, Shane is really... And, and he's like, one of my, as you guys all know, he's one of my absolute favorites in Lucha And season right three, great season for Killshot as well. Just going to... You so, can kind of say that for a lot of But here's, here's the thing. So if you bring in AR Fox and he, um, you know, maybe he was supposedly going to be Killshot... I still don't, I don't know I, I don't know who I want to see him feud with. I want to see him like do some flippy shit stuff, maybe with yeah. a Ricochet or a Phoenix or an Aerostar, mm -hmm. um, or maybe a hardcore angle with like Marty. But I don't know if I want to see him feuding with Killshot because that's like black on black crime. Well, <laughs> Casey just stopped uh, that distract. He's like, damn, I don't even know what's like, that. And like, I also don't uh, think I want to see him feud with like uh, with Cortez or Joey Ryan either, because that's like the whole cops versus African Americans thing that's going on for real. Maybe since they're cops, they were the ones fucking beating him. Oh, oh. I don't might know. Drop. That might hit a little too close to home, though. Like uh, if the in the trailer. Um, AR Fox gets kicked across the face by somebody, and it looks like kind of a, a police boot or some kind All of. All I'm saying is, it looks like he was running from the police when he was running across that bridge. Because no, it didn't. Police. He wasn't running that hard. He was. He was kind of jogging. He's getting blown up from running from the. Cops. I don't know, but anyway, welcome AR Fox. Welcome AR Fox to Lucha Underground. Uh, I, for yeah. one, am happy to see another great, great African American wrestler. <laughs> 
because damn it, they've got to graduate to somewhere. And like I said, yeah. you know, waiting the 17 years to get into WWE when they need another one is not something you want to do. It's they like end up fucking there can only count. there can only be like three black dudes and two luchadors yeah. on the main roster at WWE at any given point in time. Uh, and maybe one LGBT character now, yeah. right? Ooh, is that yeah, what we're doing? Yeah. Oh, well, they do we want to get into that yet. Then, no, we have a finisher trailer. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. We'll, finish we the, we'll finish the trailer, finish the trailer first. Uh, so, yeah, uh, AR Fox is a new character who specializes in hanging out on sidewalks. And I also saw a very creepy troll-like face that looked like Sammy Callahan in that trailer. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that because he is oh. in there. I, I, I have it verified. I went back and checked it like three times. I did Google face recognition. Definitely Sammy Callahan. Mm. Um, yes. So, Which is interesting. I don't know if just, everybody caught that or if, if that was reported in other ones. Now, all my friends that I normally read their stuff and I normally listen to their podcasts, I listened to no one this week because I didn't want to hear what anyone else's uh, breakdowns were of this trailer. So I want to see how if many I'm saying something that you heard somewhere thing. else, it's not because I listened to them. I specifically went dark. I just watched the Olympics. I listened to no wrestling podcasts this week because of that. I don't listen to any of your podcasts except for keeping it 100 with Conan. He's hashtag stay juicy. Full of shit. I listen to the heels. Are we talking about what we listen to? I listen to the heels. I listen to the Pistol Shrimps radio. Shout out to the Pistol Shrimps, um, hottest sports related besides our podcast podcasts out there. And I thought our podcast had a bad name. And I listen to well, that's the name of the basketball team that they commentate. <laughs> the Pistol. Shrimps. I've been watching. Uh, I've been radio. listening to Marty and Sarah talk about Wangs or whatever. Fuck Mary Kill as a wrestling. Who's podcast. Marty and Sarah? I, it's some MLW thing. And they broke off everything into separate threads now, and I don't think I subscribe to anything. I think that was a big mistake on their part. Oh, yeah. I hated listening to the Cornette show by accident because it was in my stream, though. So maybe Well, and now cool. they're broken them all up, and the stream is just the main uh, MSL show, I think. So I think that's the only one that shows up, and I haven't bothered to subscribe to any of them anymore. I'm so really I got to say, myself. guys, I don't know what the strategy was behind breaking the shows off the main thread. I don't know what the strategy was behind putting them all in the main thread in the first place, but I can certainly tell you this. I listen to a whole lot less of the stuff on MLW now than I used to. So way to fuck mm. that up, guys. Back to Lucha Underground. Can I give a shout-out to one of our viewers, one of our many fans who exactly. is watching, actually, the live stream? I want to give a shout out to Urban. Oh, I already did that, dude. And, sh sh shut up. I give a shout out to Urban from your friends Justin and Byron at the Woo! MMM show. Thank you for watching, and we're happy that you're doing better. No Man's Sky. <laughs> Casey is wrong. Um, Justin, you notice I only shot. I gave him a shout out from you and me. Yeah, I, I noticed that. I guess it's only once anyway. Um, and honestly, Urban, like, hit a brother up and and, and explain some things to me because I don't understand what exactly. He's not really Mexican, dude. <laughs> but no, but I was like that? the Lucy Ricky Ricardo, like you oh, got some explaining to do. He's not really Cuban. Referring to Urban, that was a, a Lucy and Ricky thing. You got some explaining to do? No. Man, very, it's fucking be, heat in here. Uh, heat it's in here. hot as fuck, dude. I'm probably getting. I get no I sold get on my scenes? black on black no. crime thing. I get no sold on my got some explaining to do. No, you got sold. It's a, I'm a little too white to go on you know, down that road. Y'all are scared. Y'all are scared. I'm fine with it. Uh, I bet the heels wouldn't be scared. Anyway, yeah, Casey, you're from Castig. Um, 
Mil Muertes gets a couple of spots, but they're really just kind of him in his dapper suit. Yeah, Mill looks badass in a suit. One shot see. of him in a suit counts as like five shots of anyone else. All right, here's he the next like one. Three female Casey, audience members pregnant. Casey's going to love the next shot. We see the back of a jacket that I, we later yeah. know is Paul London because we see a close-up of his face yeah. on the other side later. The back of the jacket has an Aztec medallion on it. Confirmed. I went and looked at the pictures that Byron gave us before yes. of the Aztec medallion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is a gopher chipmunk. What's the rabbit, rabbit medallion? Rabbit tribe. No, Justin, I'm disappointed in you because you didn't notice the giant snake medallion symbol that was over Cobra Moon when she was sitting in the throne. Oh. Hashtag Casey is in there. And let me tell you guys something. Where they were going. I worked you on the rabbit symbol thing because we couldn't say shit. So when you go back and listen to that podcast when we're speculating who the rabbit tribe is, I think I might have even said, maybe I'm just fucking with you and making stuff up. I totally did. I don't even remember what the fuck I said. <laughs> it was some definite nonsense, though, and you definitely let us down a rabbit hole, so to speak. Exactly. Um, oh. But so we see the whole group of them a little bit later in the trailer. There's uh, some dude in a mask with a mohawk and sunglasses. That and then no, he's got, and he's got the, yeah. the, 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 that same Aztec medallion on his shirt. Yeah. And then the other guy looks like a fucking checkerboard. Disco Gimp, and he's fucking horrifying. Disco Gimp, that's what you're calling him? Mm -hmm. I'm calling him Checkers. He looks, yeah. like a, he looks like a game of Checkers. He yeah. looks like a game of Checkers and maybe Chess. Hold on, or... guys. He looks like a game of Chess. Checkers are red and black. Jesus fucking Christ. And oh. we can't call him Chess because then people think he's Chess Man. Yeah, so maybe we call the microphone too. So, we, can, we probably oh, can't even I'm sorry. Wait, I'm so, sorry. So, we just, so we just went roundabout and we're going to call him Checkers. I'm going to call I him Chess. Oh. I can't say Chess. I just want Disco Gimp to get over. Come on, um, people. Disco Gimp? We can go with Disco Gimp. We'll disco try that. Gimp. Well, we'll go to the temple September 7th, <laughs> and we'll try to start a Disco Disco Gimp. Gimp. It's run about the censors. We don't Gimp. want another Johnny disco. Puto situation. Yeah. Um, disco Zero. So, but here's the thing I think is cool about it. Paul London who we, we know and we've talked about is a great agent on uh, for Lucha Underground. Dude, he's just great in general. I fucking love Paul London rules. Okay, so you see a shot of the checker guy and the mohawk guy mm -hmm. doing dive rolls over each other. It's the only in-ring shot that I think is in the whole trailer. So we know they're going to probably be in-ring performers, but yes. we don't see any of Paul. Is Paul just going to kind of mastermind this thing? Is he part of this tribe? Like, he's getting up there in years. He is a master of consciousness. An interstellar traveler. Well, it, so we the, got one interstellar traveler with Aerostar. <laughs> I don't know if we need another one. But yeah, this but gimmick does seem pretty trippy. How, it's like a much, Mad Hatter's crossed with Clockwork Orange kind of thing that he's doing. Let, there. let me ask you something though. Who was in the trailer more, Aerostar or Paul London? There you go. Paul London was for our sure. fucking Drew yeah, homeboy. Paul London is going to bring some ultra violence to the. No, temple. but see, I can't figure it out. Is he doing a Droogie thing? Is he doing the Clockwork Orange gimmick, or is he doing more of a Mad Hatter? Alice in Wonderland trippy kind of thing. He I has an awesome hat. He's just doing, yeah. The top hat made me think. He's Matt just Hatter. being Paul London. That's okay. who he is as a man. He's a, a guy. he's a strange cat. Yeah. Well, I hope we get to see Paul in the ring because I know that he is a a mastermind of ring work. He he yes he is can call a great match for himself. 
And we know that he can agent a great match because we've seen some of them in season two. The guy put in work. Um, and hopefully he'll – see, I also wonder if they're going to pull him out of his agent details if he's doing more in-ring stuff or got a big gimmick because that was a pretty – in this trailer, and it definitely looks like yeah. his gimmick is going to be a thing in season three. Mm-hmm. Chavo and Vampiro still do on-camera stuff. You can't have a coin on your back if your gimmick's not going to be a thing, man. Well, I know. I just hope. Trials. I hope. I mean, I, I haven't really heard that they were bringing in other agents for season three, but I hope yeah. that his role isn't diminished on that side because I know he's done great work on that side, also. Yeah. I hope so too. Um. Anyway, Paul London, we got a, a tribe yeah. or something here. Yeah. It looks like an actual. Sign me up. I want to be a part. And of I like this that between between Cobra Moon and Paul London. It looks like, and we've talked about this before on the show, of hoping we get more of this that they're going into these Aztec tribe angles more. And I have said from the get-go that I would like to see, you know, a lot of factioning out of these tribes and inner battles between it because then we can get past the heel face Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. and get into more of this tribal warfare thing where you have other reasons besides the, the atypical heel face gimmicks of the past for these people to be fighting. They can, there can be infighting just to prove themselves in the temple for Mm -hmm. their tribe, as opposed to having, Guys, which I feel is, is getting a bit dated in wrestling in general. Yeah, it's weird because people like cheering Dario, but they boo Matanza. And it's when you do like good guy, bad guy, it's, it's a very weird dynamic that they sit in. But if you take away good guy, bad guy, then it kind of it kind of makes a little bit more sense. Well, but Matanza clearly got booed from one spot and one spot only. Uh, there was this little thing that happened with an announce table and mm-hmm. someone's favorite wrestler that created booing from one particular individual that spread throughout the temple every mm-hmm. moment after that. He can suck on my dick, dude. I mean, I mean, uh, let's be honest. Honestly, were, was 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 the temple really booing Matanza before he put Pentagon through the announce table? Oh, I was cheering him beat up Rey Mysterio, and Rob Viper was giving me shit for it. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people were cheering Matanza then, and he still gets a decent pop now. That's true. He fucking kills people. That's awesome. He's a monster. Yeah. No, I mean, like, he literally kills people. Like, that's amazing. He killed fucking Bale, killed, killed Bale. a couple dude bros. He killed, like, 23 people between season one and two. Let's not try to, let's not I mean, try to steal to kill To me, shots in numbers. between Gilbert no, he was and Goldberg 36. is Matanza. Right? You got Gilbert, Samojo, Matanza. Goldberg, <laughs> right? I hate Goldberg so much. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I still think Goldberg is still trying to figure out that rest, what wrestling is, professional I think, wrestling. I think we just found out Maybe. one of Byron's picks, actually. But, yeah. um, Goldberg? That'd be awesome if you picked Goldberg. Yeah. Goldberg would be amazing. He's still wrestling on indies somewhere. Oh, I don't think so. But you have to hire him under his shoot name of Dwayne Gill or it doesn't count. All right, so the, this next shot, and I don't even really need to get into this one. It looks like maybe it's Puma running up the street. It's somebody in a mask. It looks like it's got a little gold, but it's really distant. But they're in all black, like black hoodie, black jeans. Yeah. That struck me as a little weird. And there's some more Puma stuff that I find to be a little strange. Um, Melissa. Melissa works her way in. Now, Vamp and Stryker didn't work their way in. No, uh, Vamp worked his way in. Well, Vamp worked worked his way way in, but not as as Ian. Not as commentary Ian. But Melissa is getting a little close with Phoenix and his gold Firebird. Yeah, she Uh, likes fast cars. She likes something. She likes 
fucking Phoenix's D. Wow, what? you went straight for the Wang? Wow, way to be subtle and clever. Yeah. She likes she likes to have sex with Phoenix, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Animo. Not subtle at all. He's an animo. <laughs> Could you imagine how much he spit during sex? <laughs> he drenches the audience just walking to the ring. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. I'm so sorry if you're listening to this. Yeah, person. I, I apologize on Pirate's behalf right now. Oh, God. Okay, but so Melissa, in 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 the real world, is going around about her having a, a boyfriend. It's not Phoenix. I won't necessarily say who it is. Congrats, Brandon. That has a four-letter name. Um, but this is interesting that she's that they're doing an angle with her in this with Phoenix. They're it's really setting it up, and it's yeah. kind of been. I think it's great because she's become one of those, one of the pillars of what defines um, Lucha Underground. I heard, they did it. I heard they did it because she's really Aztec royalty. I heard uh, I, I heard the um, heels do an interview and they were talking about how they think she might be like a descendant, <laughs> you know, because you don't just find attractive uh, Latina women in Southern California. No, I, I, I don't think they're listen everywhere. to the last that, that they're everywhere. podcast. They're everywhere, so she's not special, but right. she's a descendant of royalty. You know what I mean? Brandon, I'm here for the draft. Guys. Urban says he's here for... Why don't we just skip to Urban's the draft? Urban's here for the draft. Because we have the rest of the... We'll get to the draft. We'll get to the draft, Urban, I promise. I'm so sorry. But I think it's great because she's Urban someone... Urban wants us to get to the draft because he's probably going to cover all this on his show. He's going to use my picks We're his We're picks. fucking up his whole thing because now he's being forced to listen to some shit that he doesn't want to hear, which is going to influence his opinions on the thing that he's got to do. Haven't they already? I thought they already recorded. Oh, I don't. Again, I didn't listen to anybody this week, so we could do our shit, and I wouldn't know what anybody else. They're gonna do their job, and they're gonna go. I'm gonna pick Jack Evans. But I think to get back on Melissa, though, um, I think that I'll get back on Melissa. (laughs) I I think uh, she's someone who she's not a wrestler. She's more of like a ancillary. She's the fucking ring announcer, but but ancillary character. But she's someone that everyone gravitates and has attached to, and so giving her really that everyone? that sort of well, not Casey, but um, she gives like people look at Lucha Underground and they go these people, and she's one of the ones that people like, but they're not utilizing her in that regard when she's just ring announcing. So when she is a girlfriend of Phoenix. Or in, in that in that regard, it gives people something to care about when they're invested in her. Now she's doing stuff, and now they can capitalize on that investment in her. I don't know that being Phoenix's fuck buddy makes me like anyone more, but no, it's like there already there's a lot of people who already are invested in liking her and wanting to know what she's up to. Now she's up to stuff. But but how does this play out on the show? I mean, she's sitting there at ringside like. We're gonna really see angles with her and Phoenix as she's announcing. She, ma- what's she? What's she gonna do? Come in and grope her while she's announcing yeah. a match? I mean, uh, that, that, that job is taken by Marty the Moth. Yeah. Thank well, you. Okay, so maybe yeah. that's the feud. Then maybe Phoenix and Marty becomes a feud because of this. And I don't know, but Mar- well, maybe Marty is opened up now. I mean, the sexy star thing feels like that's got to be. Marty still has his fucking dog tags. Yeah, Marty has something to answer for. Yeah. So. Well, and and in this trailer, I'll just skip to this right now. You see Killshot on top of the building, and he's got the dog tags. And you see Marty tied up. Yeah, but Marty's smiling. I don't know if that's a thing he's into. He may have done that himself. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I'll talk about that in a sec. So um, let me see where I'm at here. Melissa Phoenix, Matanza's in a cell, but it doesn't look like one of Dario's cells. Now, it could just be because this is more of a backstage vignette cinema. Maybe it is supposed to represent one of the cages that Dario has been using. But to me, it looked Mm. like a different cell. Yeah. So I was speculating that possibly Dario made a deal and gave up his brother to get himself out. Because at the end of season two, we saw Dario going away in the paddy wagon with uh, Eric Van Wagner. So, whoa, Jesus, that totally wasn't fucking Hammy Hambone and and Evie Dub. Sorry, Hammy Hambone. Sorry, 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 Packer. Sorry. Well, what do you guys think? He could have had me be a cop. Matanza in a cage. But no, it's a cell. It's like a real he's cell. Definitely, he's definitely in a jail or like holding cell. And I think there's going to be some sort of situation where we're going to see where Dario is going or what's going on with that. I'm not necessarily thinking that he's arrested and in trouble. Um, I think Dario is well connected to where maybe. I think that maybe he upgraded the cage. Maybe he's like. You know what? I think that my brother may get out. Think, think more, more. Th- You're doing both. Th- you guys, I I've think, never seen a Mexican person in your life. He's, he's a Spanish. He first of all, he's not Mexican. You piece of shit. But that's the thing. That's the voice. He's You're a doing. Spaniard. He's a Spaniard. And my brother Matanza needs a bigger cage because if he does not, he will not uh, crush the heads on the bars. I love it. God, that was horrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll You've done better impressions on this show before. Let's put it that way. We'll, like, to- well, look, it's just an impression. This isn't is his stone cold impression Dude, racist you know because what? he's not a redneck. All I'm saying he's is He's from and he's not a redneck. All I'm saying is it's better than someone stay hot. No, he's the guy who was telling no, me to get, he was telling me to get able skeevers in Solvang. He's he's clearly not a redneck. Danish Rednecks fuck. don't talk about able skeevers in Solvang. He's Danish. I, you got him on some able scavers. Urban, you want some able scavers? We're like five minutes away from the draft. We just have to do bad impersonations of various races. No, we have to impersonate every person we draft or the pick doesn't fucking count. I'm totally with that. I, I, I <laughs> no, love I'm not that. doing that. I love that. Everyone um, I pick it does. Hey, Billy, take it easy. All right, so we get another quick shot of Puma. He's in front of a heavy bag, but here's the thing. The colors on his mask are reversed. Uh oh. More black, less yellow. But he, mm. you know what? Happened? That's what he so, wore during his promo. I mean, after the Ray Puma match that we saw at Ultima Lucha Dose, are we are we talking heel turn Puma here? Have you, you ever read the Flash or watched the TV show? Justin? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, you know the Reverse yeah. Flash. Well, that's what I feel like it's is going on here. Puma? Is he from a different time or he wore that mask for the promo? Didn't he? I don't know. I'm just saying it's it's what he's wearing here. He wore a dark mask. He's when he not wearing. The, he's not, but he's not wearing the old yellow. I'm with Conan. I'm your babyface champion stuff anymore. Hey, I just I just like how he's um, biting off Pentagon, trying to find his dark side. Boom. What is this samoflange? Uh, Everyone wants to know what a samoflange is. It's um, it's you know he was the guy that Say did some dick related. Just no, dude, movie. it was the guy that did the movies with Jackie Chan, Samuel Flange. <laughs> no, that's not, that's that's amazing, but no. Um, all right, so it's interesting to see where Puma's okay, going. Okay, and then you guys said there's not a lot of Dario, but then we get a close up of Dario, 
And I'm trying to figure out what this is in front of him. It looks like a gold medallion. It looks like it's yeah. a, on on white or something. Like, is this another belt? Is there maybe a women's title going on here? Is there something else happening? I don't here? think you can do a women's title. I, I, I There's not just, enough women, uh, to be honest. I mean, look, we only have even in our draft, and that's pushing it. That's forcing you guys to use almost every yeah, woman. But we have, to, we have right. to use like one of the PAs to fill in the last spot of the female. Yeah, talent. I mean, whoever gets the sixth women's pick in our draft is hurting. Hey, you know what? Byron's going to be hurting for certain either way. Hurting for certain. That's, Boom. That's almost oh a good God. promo. Oh, oh, really? Is it? Is it like a few words that rhymes that someone would say five times a day every day and it gets on his TV show? And uh, Byron, just to, just to be fair, promos have been cut like that since Muhammad Ali, man. I mean, like, well, I'm just saying I have to hear silly nursery rhymes have been like the thing for a promo for a long time. I'm just That's saying new. Uh, it's I, I have certain triggers for certain little limerick things that rhyme, you know. So if you're going to holla and pop your collar, I'm going to need to drink more coffee. Wow. Okay. We're I'm going to have run. a tag match, player. No, no, not him. You're going to go one on one with The Undertaker. Oh, my God. So, anyway, you uh, do get a close up of Dario. He's not completely gone. And it doesn't look like he's in his cell when this happens. So, I'm figuring he gets out pretty early on in the season. Um, you also get, uh, you get Cuerno in his cowboy getup. Really, your only Cuerno shot. Doesn't really show him doing much of anything. It's all it's, you need because he's in that dope-ass cowboy outfit. He looked um, awesome, but part of me also wonders if that's from one of his original like vignettes no, and they just took that shot. No. Him sitting in a chair? No, it, he sits in chairs, dude. We're sitting in chairs right now. Did they take this from a previous I don't, podcast? I don't, I've seen that I don't feel like this didn't make me excited about Cuerno. You're never excited, but I was Dude, excited. Like seeing people sit in chairs gets me no, so Cobra fucking Moon excited. No, sitting in a throne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuerno tipping his cowboy hat. And then it goes right He's into a shot. He's supposed to be dead. Then it goes right into a shot of somebody who I, I'm upset wasn't in this promo more, which is Famous B, who is also tipping a hat. Yeah. Maybe it look, I, I couldn't tell if it was a cowboy hat or a baseball cap or what. Uh. But he's tipping a hat in his shot, too. All I know famous. is he never called me, me back. Up, famous. I need a card. Famous. Um, really? I didn't sell any scripts. You said you were on that shit. So dude. now we go into just a shot of a a sword or a pointed spear dragging across a ground. Dude, yeah. that shit was a spear. Uh, that's and sword. It was a sign. It's a big of, ass sword. That's, no, he, dude. Look, if anybody knows ninja shit, it's case. I it thought was, that was, was fucking Dago. That was Dago with his sword. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Did you call him Dago? And Dago. <laughs> <laughs> it's neither. It's Daga. Oh my God. Well, that we, is we Vinny Massaro. I apologize. We just lost a fucking guest, Byron. <laughs> I, just, I apologize, Mr. Massaro. Please don't chop Byron in the Adam's apple too hard. I was, please do. I was on my way to the right pronunciation of the name. I was just trying new letters out. <sighs> And Byron is the most PC of all of us. So if you get that from him, you know how doomed this podcast I'm is. I'm one of my favorite PC. Oh, God, one of my favorite thing jokes uh, when I was working on a show once, uh, I was miking this contractor on a renovation show, and uh, it was out in Boston. So there's they, guys would always make jokes about in going, Boston. In Boston, and they'd Boston? always make jokes about going to the north end with a wire and getting shot. And so I was miking up this one uh, contractor, and he was Italian. So I'm putting the mic on him, and I go, does this make you nervous? And it took him a second to realize 
that, that you were talking, making a really racist Italian like, stereotype joke to make you nervous. I'm putting a wire on you because you're, you know, how many people said. called you wicked retarded while you were there? No, they, told they me get out of the yacht. They were talking about banging people out. Get out of my yacht. They, uh, what is it? What is it? Banging them up. They would ask me if I was high all the time, but they would say I something had. else. There was like a different thing and I didn't know what they are meant. You, are you wicked smart? You trapping lobsters? No, that's not a thing. I mean, that's a thing, but that's my not a from metaphor. Maine. I don't, I don't know Boston. I'm, I know Maine. Smoking bones. They they were asking smoking me if bones. I they asked me if I was smoking bones for like the first two weeks, and I thought they were calling me gay because it's Boston. They say that sort of stuff, yeah. but they were asking me if I was Home high. The new kids on the block. And you and you said what? So what if I was? I I I, I don't I know. So, um. He said, all right. Oh, so look, we goes from the spear thing. We we went from spear yes. thing. Look, dog a sword. No, no. At least you were offensive to Italians, and you didn't make a spear joke. Because that could have been way worse. I'd had to beat you down right here. Yeah, don't so, say that shit. You're not, Goldberg. you're not that, you're not that black. Oh my son. god, oh, not Jesus that black. Look, just because I'm light skinned. This guy's because I'm light skinned. You, you know, a black woman won an individual medal in swimming this week. We can swim, motherfucker. We got skills, and we win gold medals and shit. See, Justin can say that. If I made that joke, people would be fucking hating this podcast right now. Um. Anyway, so we go right from the spear thing into yeah. uh, Lotus who apparently has a gang of ninjas, except oh, these ninjas are in like leather shit. and ski masks. Yeah, those weren't ninjas. They were wearing baklavas. Because let me tell you something. Casey knows ninjas. As you can see, yeah, from go the check shadows. Out short. Go watch his short. Yes, look up from the shadows on YouTube. Or just look. It's pinned to my Twitter profile probably. I want to say thank you to Mil Machetes and uh, CJ, CJ Dinero for retweeting the link to this. Oh, oh hey, guys. What's I up, hope they're guys? watching. Sorry for this guy. Thanks, cousin. Sorry for Byron's haircut. My haircut looks good. Um, Did your mom tell you that? No. So, but we were talking about ninjas. Casey knows something about ninjas. Casey, yeah. preach on ninjas. Okay, ninjas. Were these ninjas? No. You don't wear a fucking one-piece baklava and call it a fucking ninja. But maybe they do because Lotus is from Hong Kong. And I don't know shit about Hong Kong ninjas. Listen, that's true. Everyone. Asian wearing a mask isn't a ninja. You guys are really racist right now. Okay, but seriously, they were definitely pretending or attempting to be ninjas. She is Lotus going to show yeah. up with a fucking gang? What is Lotus coming Well, she has a Lotus gang? triad that she talks shit about, and she also makes ninja poses. She's All a I ninja. know is she's busy making googly eyes at Matanza. She wants to see what's Ooh, under that awesome. fucking boiler suit or something. I don't know if I something. can make a comment about that. Can we talk about what her eyes are doing? <laughs> <laughs> We have to re-edit this whole show. What the? I swear to God, Byron, honestly, God, is the most PC out of all of us. I don't know where he's gone. The real Byron Turk is apparently not here today. I love all of this. He can stay. This guy can stay. With other Byron, we're gonna fire anyway. This guy's hired, and he can stay. I'm I'm eventually gonna have a job at some point. I'm supposed to be in Florida working right now. Can we talk about Can that? We, are we allowed to talk about This is a live show, too. I'm Just, not editing. He's oh. back. He didn't get the NXT contract that he was looking yeah. for. Boom. That's <laughs> it turns... And speaking of which, did I mention that AR Fox was in FCW at one point? Oh, so really? he, he was doing a developmental thing, but never got called up by WWE. So yeah. you guys missed your shot. They missed, missed your shot. They missed, yes. Fucked up. 
They miss a lot of people. Yeah, they fuck Sadly, up I'm sure time. that if he wants to go to WWE after a couple years in Lucha Underground, pretty much all of these guys are going to have probably an open door to WWE yeah. if they want. And you know what? WWE can go fuck itself. I'm sure WWE is going to raid some of these guys because they'd be yeah. stupid not to. And it's, they got the bankroll to do it. We'll see oh, I got a lot of money. It's funny, though. Eva Lise was like a peppy little blonde in what, FCW or whatever? Tough enough. Tough enough? Yeah. I mean, like she was, she was doing some sort of little thing with, uh, with Paige and all that. All right, and you're talking about WWE. Let me get back to this so next anyway, thing because okay, after we get through the Paul London enough, shot, we get to the worldwide underground. I know he wants to drop the ball. With. We'll get there because she's a redhead in this one, and I didn't recognize her at first. Yeah, at you didn't see on Twitter when she dyed her hair. What are you talking about? I don't, I don't stalk female wrestlers. They bring on the tweets Twitter. to you. You don't have to stalk them. Really? What was the next Guys, shot? Anyway, we, we've spent I'm I know. five minutes. I'm let's talk about uh, worldwide underpants. Yes. Yes. New member. Very interesting. I can't no, wait so, to see so, how it plays out. Left, Byron guy. left to right here, we got your man Jack Evans on the uh, left. Yes. And he's got nunchucks around his shoulder. Yeah. And he's smoking, just kind of like the bandana. But it's an actual cigarette. Mm. Uh, they're kind of trying to rewrite history. What did you call these? A, a retcon, Casey? Yes, I think they're doing yeah. a retcon with what Jack smokes. Green team? Yeah. He's smoking an actual Marlboro, mm. it looks like. Both. So for anybody out there who doesn't know, Jack smokes Marlboros. We both know <laughs> the trick with cigarettes. And then you can make a thing and you get to use the filter. You what know? do they call that? I forgot, actually. I really wish I could remember. Anyway, oh, Spliff. Thank you. God damn it. I didn't fucking know. So Listen to Reagan. I've been in college. But doesn't know what a Spliff is, man. It's terrible. I mean, anyway, is that a, is that so then we see uh, PJ Black. He's got some lighter colored nunchucks, and he's doing a cross with those. Okay. Um, then we go to Mr. Mundo, Johnny yeah. Mundo, mm -hmm. um, and he's just posing. He doesn't have a weapon. Doesn't need one. He has but the, the perfect woman Spister's is right next weapon. to him, and the perfect woman has a kendo stick. Ha! Or a Singapore cane, depending on uh, what you're of wrestling you're from. Yeah. <laughs> I go with Singapore cane. I kind of do kendo stick because Abdul the Butcher did it first. Well, now here's the difference. I call it a kendo stick if you leave the handguard on it. If you take the handguard oh. off of it, I go Singapore cane. It's a fair point. I go for that. That's okay. just me. That's how I Ab Abby like had it. the handguard. Yes. Yeah. So doesn't like when you call him Abby and you're not a wrestler, apparently. He got kind of pissed at me a little bit. Got a little saucy. Bound to get you bloodied. Um, so, yes, and Taya is there. And she's uh, her street clothes are, uh, are good for me. Then who was the other guy? Uh, that is the fucking question. So there's this guy, guy number five, not in worldwide underpants. And he it looks like Mundo. At first I thought it was Mundo, but then I looked in the middle, and Mundo's in the middle. So who the fuck is this guy? It's that Johnny Zero guy that the audience keeps chanting about. Oh, oh it is. You think they pulled him out of the crowd? Mm -hmm. And he's the one who's going to get beat up all the time? I don't fucking know. All I know is I love how there's so much mystery over a guy's identity on Twitter that it's clearly fucking showing his face. But there you go, Twitter. Hi. <laughs> you know who it is. Of course I know who it is. We all know who it is. Casey's like, say. Casey's the living Wikipedia article in Underground. Exactly. I mean, I, I, would be, I would be completely lying if I said I didn't know who it was because I actually talked to him backstage after one of their bits one time mm -hmm. around Easter. Yeah, it was kind of cool how Sting was there. Um, but at the same time, it was Sting. I think it's hilarious that they managed to put him in these promos and you really cannot tell who the fuck it is. He just looks like a Johnny Mundo clone. 
but he kind of looks, looks a like, little like PJ. He looks a little like Johnny. He's just another guy who's there. And I honestly, I wonder how many people even noticed that worldwide underground jumped up by one number here. Other yeah. than the guys who are tweeting at you. you. You know, what's funny though is the fuck was that? And someone sitting next to me had to tell me who it was. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he said it like you moron. I'm pretty sure it was either Vic or other Vic. Well, and I will, I will <laughs> say this. I don't know yeah. how. I don't know exactly how far or where that person's storyline goes entirely, but I think it's interesting that they they threw him into these promos because clearly, uh, clearly, Worldwide Underground is going to be a thing. And now, also, Lucha just released a Johnny Mundo trailer today. What? Uh, where he did. says that he's focused Hanging on the, the title now. Oh. Yeah, and and then he talks some smack on Angelico, and then Angelico came back at him on Twitter, um, talking about how he was going to take Johnny to Slam Town and shit. And so, then someone said, "I love some, John." John, I love John. Uh, we, we I don't get what John. you guys are doing. I know you don't. Um, let me Is see here. Let, let's heart. see what this piece of paper says. Dragon um, Fireball. No, Drago fireballs all the way at the end. Oh, we're not there yet? No, not quite. Um, there's a reflection in the water. Can't tell who it is. Could be Dario. Could be Puma. Tweet at us. Tell us who it is. If you know who the reflection in the water is, give us some theories. If you're the person in the water. talked about standing on top of the building, and he has his dog tag. So I feel like the Marty kill shot thing is going to finally come to an end. Hopefully wash them shits off. Before. I but at least kill shots him. in there because yeah. he's my favorite. And if he wasn't, I'd be pissed. I wish we'd seen a little more action. I can't wait to see how they blow that now, off. Now, here's another one that I thought was interesting. Dragon Azteca mm -hmm. knocked out on the floor. Ooh. Somebody in red with like yeah. some flaming boots and the weird tassel thing. Yeah, it was Chavo. Now, you figure that out later. Yeah. When I saw this first shot the first time, I yeah. honestly thought it was Jessica Havoc. Now, I, I apologize, Chavo. Oh. Didn't, I'm not meaning to call you a girl, but the way he walked in, it looked a little bit bigger and heavy set. It looked like a, a, a skirt thing. Um, she has some boots that kind of look like that. I seriously thought it was Jessica Havoc. Um, standing over Dragon Azteca when I was just like, well, what? What the <laughs> fuck is that? I mean, it has to be Chavo, though, because the whole Mexico ordeal. Yo no, soy, you, see, Chavo. You, you see him later. Yo you see Chavo up San to Drago, uh, Dragon Azteca with a chair later in yeah. all red. So it was Chavo. Um, you see that shot a little bit later in the, the promo. I, I knew just from looking at the first shot because I have a, the analysis. Casey, do the do the Chavito thing. Do it. What? Do it. Do the do it. Do it. Which one? The Chavito. What? Do it. Say Chavito. Like at the beginning of his entrance. Nah. Do it. Do Chavito. it like the thing. Ooh, nah. Chavito. No. It no. doesn't say that though. It says, ooh, Chavo. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't do Chavito. Good enough. Good enough. <laughs> Success. Victory. Moving on. Um so then we see Cobra on the throne. We talked about that a little bit. Yeah, that's good. Sexy throwing some backstage punches at Mariposa. How do you feel about that, Casey? I don't give a shit. This feud is still going, though. And it looks like she's wearing MMA gloves here. She's wearing MMA. Yeah, it does. Well, she had to punch her. I bet they, I bet they did that just for the shot. 
<laughs> I don't know. Again, I feel like they're going to tie in her real life story. We talked about it earlier. I'm just going to move on. Here's here's my here's my on. guess I'm, on that. I'm, I'm not happy. I will say this. I'm not happy by the fact that I feel like this feud is still going. They yeah. had a whole season with the feud. They finished it twice. And they finished it. And I'm just like, for, for Sexy to be feuding Mary Posa, maybe that's good for you if you're not a Sexy Star fan that she's not taking someone else up in, in promo time. But I have another theory on that. What if Sexy is being a bully now that she got her way and like got revenge? I don't think now she's bullying them like that. that'd be interesting i'll see you guys next week for the draft but uh <laughs> but i what i think happened in that shot was they're like sexy you're gonna punch the ball we'll make it look like it cracks in in the computer okay. thing and I'm, she's like i hurt my hand so they I'll put a glove on her yes i'll save casey i'll save casey for from that topic you got a, you got a warning popping up Byron. a big one that i find interesting no, it keeps moving them um we get to the Angry brother in a suit, mm -hmm. standing near something black in the background. Then it kind of fades into a shot where you can see Councilman Delgado and yeah! Dario. But it looks like it's the reflection of them on the side of a black car. Mm -hmm. Which means I'm pretty sure they're talking to limo guy. Mm -hmm. And Dario's not in jail. So my theory is Councilman Delgado gets Dario out or Dario gives up Matanza to get out. Mm -hmm. Councilman Delgado's there to pick him up and he brings along with him Limo Guy. Now, I don't know if we'll get the reveal of who Limo Guy is in that scene because maybe they're just talking to him at the car. Maybe we get like yeah. a half rolled down window and some cigar smoke or maybe we get a Limo Guy reveal, but I feel like either way, this is going to happen early in season three. I hope so. I just realized something. What? He give up Matanza. Motherfucker can't defend himself legally. They'll they'll just give him insanity. Right. So why not give yeah. him up? So give up Matanza. This guy is clearly too retarded to pay for his crimes. Oh, like it's any worse than your comments tonight? What? Whatever. I don't remember what you So I don't know. I feel like I feel like there is some good limo guy action coming. I said I vowed that I would never watch Lucha Underground again if they didn't give us Lu limo guy by the end of season two. Oh, uh, he did! I totally he did. I'm, oh, oh, did I did. I totally said that. Why oh. am I doing this On like podcast? Episode sixteen or seventeen or something. Why? Why am I still doing this podcast with a liar? I I totally <laughs> lied because I'm going to keep watching because this trailer is that good. It's brought me back. We adhere to stipulations here at the Triple M Show, which is why Byron got this haircut I because he integrity. lost a Lucha de Apuestas match to me. I would never lose a match, and that gives me the first draft pick as well. Point toss for that. Um, so anyway, I'm excited 50 -50. about that. There's just the tiniest little tidbit, but I like that. And clearly, limo guy has his own guy with him. The speculation can still keep going. Limo guy has not been dropped. Limo guy is coming, damn it. No, random black dude's limo, limo guy, guy, man. That was him. So, and we need to see what's mm. going to play out with Daga too. I, I feel like those are the two things that I really thought would play out yeah. by the end of season two that we didn't get. So yeah, Daga and uh, Cobra Moon. Then we get uh, a Katrina blowing out a match, which I don't know what the symbolism of that is, but then it cuts to shortly after a shot of her holding Sinestro it looks like Sinestro on the ground and kind of she's moving his head. So I don't know if he's lifeless. His ass or... is dead, son. Do that we was think a Sinestro's dead? Dude, when else do you see a skeleton lie down? <laughs> when they're fucking dead. Okay. Uh, I, I could go for that. Um, I concur. 
Then we go to the shot that I know a lot of people have been talking about because it's one of the more obvious shots. Marty tied up and yeah. like some serious Japanese porn bondage stuff, like all the way head like, to toe tied up. Like an audition. So I haven't seen that. Is that kinky? Yeah. Is that your thing? If you're in that sort of thing. It Audition's is. kind of a fucked up movie. I've seen Audition. I'm kidding. I, I watch all the Japanese shit. Um, so... Yep. Do we think that Sexy tied him up so she could feud more with Mariposa? <laughs> Is this a payback to bitch kind of thing? Mom, oh, do you think Sexy Star is capable of tying her I own shoes, let alone a person? In a storyline? Yes. I think Marty probably, he looks like he's enjoying it a little bit too much, so I think he tied himself up, and we're just being a little too invasive in his privacy. You let the man David Carradine himself in peace. He also, he missed the loops. By a long shot, all those loops are really far away from his neck, for you know, yeah, in excess. He's a he's larger, so his darky is good. I love beef darky. Oh, oh, dude, thanks for offering. There's a whole bag of shit right there. You can even see it on camera. Look at that. Everybody, pass the, pass the jerky, please. Everybody at home can see the whole bag of beef jerky. Byron, pass me some jerky. No, I would never starve shit. anybody on a show called Mmm Show. It's delicious. It's oh, delicious. Jesus. Okay. I guess I gotta get up. You gotta do some work around here. God damn it. What's the next we shot? We can't all chew at the same time, guys. Mariposa looking at herself in the reflection of something that looks like another Aztec metal. But it's on like a necklace or something? You, you got any insight on this one, Case? You know what? It's bullshit. If you're gonna <laughs> wear a mask, why the fuck are you looking at yourself in the mirror? Maybe she didn't know she was wearing a mask? I don't know. I feel like maybe maybe that's her face. Maybe Marty's tied up and she's trying to figure out what to do for the moth tribe. I don't know. Maybe that's not a mask. It's her face. I mean, Marty seems like he's been the brains of the moth tribe, right? Well, he's he, not Mariposa so far in storyline. He's the one who knows how to read their book with a special moth language. Once, almost. I don't know. I find that interesting. Um, there's a redhead that I'm pretty sure is Ivelisse. Kick mm. some random guy in the face. I don't know if that was a character. Now, Carrot Top is uh, limo guy confirmed. Ah. Mm. Ah. Stealing J-Man's gimmick right there. Really? Did I? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what their gimmick is because I don't listen to their show. Then we get that close-up shot of AR Fox that we talked about already. Um, then Daga's He-Man sword and his jump cut thing. Oh, here's another weird one. What the fuck? Son of Havoc fighting Son of Havoc? That's weird. Maybe what the fuck was that? That was the strangest thing in this whole promo. He's maybe, like yeah. Son of Havoc's in a bar fight with Son of Havoc. Is she having a dream? Shit's rough in Boyle Heights, sir. Pentagon <laughs> had to fight himself like fucking 20 times. <laughs> I just didn't even get that. Like, are we seriously looking at a gimmick with two Son of Havocs? Oh man. See, have they been two the whole time? How are you gonna tell the them awesomeness apart? that was Undertaker versus Undertaker? You oh. question this booking? Yeah. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> I won't even lie. I just I like I went back and the first time I thought he was like fighting Tejano or somebody. The first couple times I watched it, then I went mm -hmm. back and paused it and I was like, it's like the exact same jacket, same mask, mm -hmm. a fucking beard. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Yeah, it's super fucking weird. I don't get it. It is weird. Uh, I don't know who. If anybody to... has an idea of what the fuck that one's about? It's weird how much Son up, of Havoc is trying to be Pentagon in this trailer by fighting himself. It didn't work for Pentagon, well, bro. Is he that what's going on here? I don't know. Maybe it's just a dream sequence thing. 
Um, maybe Vampiro is training Son of Havoc. Maybe it's a metaphor. Now, here's another weird one. We haven't seen a shot of Ray since the beginning, and then there's a shot here that looks like it's Ray lying on the ground with someone on top of him. Ray looks like he's in pain, and the person lifts up, but it's like a blue women's athletic top. Oh, Blue, blue Demon Jr.'s back. Yeah, he just um, finally decided to get a bra for his saggy pants. It looked like sexy's workout stuff. Like, is there a sexy Ray feud going? Oh, God, I hope not. Casey, what do you have to say about what that? That shot blew my mind, too. I didn't quite get it. Like, Ray's just kind laid the out. same height. Maybe it's a new woman that's coming in. Ooh, ooh. Lucha could use a couple more ladies. On the <laughs> Maybe fucking Johnny Mundo wears women's clothes. <laughs> How about that? It definitely wasn't <laughs> Taya. They were certainly a little less endowed than Taya. Maybe Ray got beat up and Sexy was picking him up off the ground in solidarity. Though and Sexy in costume is a little more... If you're watching the video, you get what I'm saying better than the audio. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even remember the fucking shot, to be um, honest. Phoenix Ooh. takes a swing at Cobra Moon. Hmm. Oh, Okay. That was interesting to me. Uh-huh. So maybe there's some kind of feud or something going on there. Um, and I'll get to that with the last shot, too. It's one way to endear yourself to Melissa by punching other women in the face. Then Chavo gets the uh, chair shot thing in on Dragon Azteca, uh-huh. which would confirm that he was the person who Casey's right. Hashtag Casey's right. Joey Ryan and Cortez yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. seem like they're fighting with each other now. Looking like apparently that whole uh, Mr. Cisco of, thing didn't uh, didn't turn out so well because they don't. And seem it looked very like some end of watch shit right there. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty awesome. And uh, I don't know though because I'm glad that their feud is still going because I really thought it was going to wrap up by the end of season two, and I kind of wanted it to at first, but now I'm kind of happy that it keeps going because I feel like at the end of it they might be a little buried. <laughs> Maybe like, so I really kind of want their feud to keep going and like have a good climax or something or their storyline or maybe Captain Vasquez brings somebody else and maybe it's another yeah. way to introduce another wrestler to Lucha Underground or something. It just kind of it kind of feels like the end of that story is is going to be the end of them. Yeah, you know? yeah. and you don't. I feel like that too. You kind of got to fucking kill those guys. Well, I mean, after Cisco, and honestly, dude, Lil Cholo's a great wrestler, man. I'm, I hope he gets another gimmick or something because I hate the fact that he got fucking killed off in this cop gimmick from yeah. the fucking popo. I've been watching him on the independent circuit for years, and I love the guy, and I was so sad that he died on national television. The heels poured one out for him. They were also sad. Yeah, were you that sad? By pouring tears out of my face? Well, they poured beer on the ground, but same thing. Casey oh. doesn't drink beer, Byron. But yeah, he but could I buy cry. something and then pour it on the ground. Anyway, I, yeah, they, they clearly have some beef going. Clearly, that's the story drink still really going. Quick. I like that that's still going. Yeah. And, and I like that Joey Ryan is not... Like, he's bringing some of what his gimmick is elsewhere into Lucha Underground, mm -hmm. but it's not the full sleaze thing. It's like a caricature of who he is as a yeah. cop instead of... Wait, wait until you see the Billy Club match. What he uses for a Billy Club. Oh, but it's oh. nice. It is nice. Oh, he's oh, real boss man. <laughs> it's nice that he's not it's doing a nails like, reference for you young. It's nice that he's not doing not what, doing bootplexes. The, the boot, oh, he no, he did try the bootplex, and then um, Ivelisse dropped him on his head. I don't mind the the but, like the, the dick, bootplex or the the dick of the the dickplex the, is 
fun, but it doesn't Test of strength dick plex or whatever. It doesn't I just want to see him bust out the Legos, man. All that well with a lot of like, it doesn't he, fit in with Lucha Underground with the he, time travelers and he the has, snakes. No, and, but if he has a throwaway match, like he's out there, I'm Joey Ryan. You know, learn about who I am in this match, like a squash. squash there's a uh, dragon match. in Lucha Underground. A dragon. There's two dragons. Well, one's a dragon Azteca. The other yeah, one's an actual Einstein fucking dragon. dragon. Yeah. I don't no, know. I like have an issue with that. It's everyone's still fighting like they're trying to win. They very clearly <laughs> called Drago's face a mask in season one, but now he's actually a dragon. Retcon. Retcon. Well, yeah. We'll get to that. No, we won't. All right. Anyway, um, well, let's see where we at. Uh, Drago breathing uh, fire. Chavo, Joey Ryan, Cage. Cage yeah. gets pie faced by Sammy Callahan. <laughs> yes, which his gimmick is pie facing angry people? pie baker, known as the Pie Man. I don't know you what his gimmick is. No, now, are... now the other funny thing I want to say about the shot though is Mil Muertes is standing in the background watching that yeah. in this shot. I don't quite get that, and I feel like this was not shot just for the trailer or whatever. This was shot for a whole other vignette. If Mill's standing there. None of this shit was shot for the trailer, sir. These are all cut-in scenes from vignettes that we're going to be seeing throughout the Which season. Which I think I is think awesome. So. There, was, um, there was some sort of mariachi scene or something. Well, here's my that. question. Here's my question. So we saw we saw Sinestro kind of dead-ish in Katrina's arms, and now we see Mill kind of overlording, watching Sammy Callahan slap Cage around. Is maybe Sally, Sammy Callahan going to be part of Katrina's uh, faction? Uh, all I know. The undead tribe or whatever the Where, fuck tribe they are. What tribe does the pie man? <laughs> it's into? more of a fucking palm heel strike than a yeah. pie face. But I mean, because he looks like he's knocking Cage the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I think when uh, Callahan was back on the independence out of uh, NXT, he and Cage were doing shows together and calling themselves twins. <laughs> but like because they're yeah. both machines you have the death machine and you just have the, the machine. machine now for those who don't know Sammy callahan he he is tearing it up on the indies in general yeah he it's funny though because every time i see a sammy callahan match sometimes it's like pure comedy the most brutal hardcore mm -hmm. you know strong style mixed with hardcore shit that you could get like mm -hmm. i don't i I hope that if Sammy is a regular thing in Lucha Underground, that they kind of nail down something for him where he can inhabit a persona because I feel like he gets booked all over the place on indies, especially that like sometimes he's yeah. getting booked as a comedy routine and he can do both. He's a great performer. Mm -hmm. Well, it's It's also going to be interesting to see if he can rebound from on TV rebound from NXT. He was kind of a joke there. Like he would mm -hmm. be a little bit competitive, but he was, he would never win. Yeah. And he would never look good in his matches. That was a different person. That was Solomon Crow. We're talking about Sammy Callahan, the pie man Callahan. <laughs> and let me tell you something. Got some banana cream for your face. For your face. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of, we're gimmicking Sammy. Uh, <laughs> He's a new guy for Lucha Underground. They got, they've got the world open to him. Like, I think, what, him and AR are the only two new people we saw, right? Yeah, Urban says. Ah, uh, Paul London. Let's Paul not... and Paul and Paul. But we knew Paul was part of Lucha Underground before this. I, knew I got a scoop. Part of Lucha Underground. I got a scoop this. on the Heels podcast. Uh, Urban, 
Urban's theory is that Sammy Callahan is the next evolution of Sinestro de la Muerte. That's what I'm saying. So maybe if Mil Muertes is standing there, maybe so, he's... So you evolve by becoming shorter and more troll-like? Like, okay, come on. Let's, let's, let's... I think that's that, not no, not, I, I would say that maybe, you know, just go with me, pretend I'm Brandon for a minute, that maybe oh, let me Katrina the takes the hearts of Barrio... Sinestro, Barrio Negro, Barrio Negro, Sinestro, and De La Muerte. Who's the other guy? Trece. Trece. The easiest one. The easiest one. And maybe she takes all three hearts and sticks them into Sammy Callahan. That's gross. And makes him the new minion for her and Mill. I'm sticking with the pie theory. That right. sounds so pie much man. cooler. All right. You're right. Pie man. Yeah. I'm going with pie man. Yeah. Um, Do you like pie, Byron? Mill, Mill, strudel guy. Mill gets a huge shot here, though. He gets so to WWE punch bags. a heavy bag. Like what? A Mill, Mill's bags. not getting any kind of fucking love here. Katrina's barely getting any kind of love. I'm kind of surprised, considering how they started season two, where they were fucking yeah. running the show. Dude, how many times have you seen a zombie hitting a punching bag? Though it's exciting as uh, fuck. I've never seen a zombie punch a. Well, and then bag. we get just a shot of Katrina from the waist down in some leather and boots, which is Ooh. I'm fine with. And then do she you, walks around the corner. Do you know that corner. that's Katrina? Good that match. could have been Mil Muertes. Good match. Believe me, I know that's Katrina. That's um. What? Yeah. Then we get. A shot of a monster. This is a full-on snake face, Casey. Mm -hmm. I'm saying this is a full-on snake face. I'm saying um, it's a frog face. You're saying it's a frog face? I'm saying it's a It frog didn't face. look plasticky at all. This looked very Rick Baker. This looked very practical effecty. Um, it looked even even more than the Drago mask. Like I don't ah. know if this is something someone will actually wear to the ring. I feel like this is something for a backstage vignette. I totally don't search it out at horror conventions trying to find my own copy of it or anything either. Um, but yeah, it was scary. Um, I shit my pants. It's true. So I dig this. I mean, there's like, yeah. And is this going to be, you think some kind of affiliation with Cobra moon? What all lizards what, have I mean, to be saw, teaming or fighting oh, each other. No, But I mean, it's, we talked about this before when we were talking about the belts of that, like having these different tribes would be cool. He Maybe just, there's a he just totally tribe. did what he said. Vince did with black people with reptilians. That they have to be either teaming or fighting against each it, other. Yeah, it, it's proven to work in business, you know. <laughs> but, but it's, all I know is people on, on this podcast crime. are racist against reptiles. But it's—I think it's really cool. Lucha Underground is—they have just the the costuming and the masks. They're all just so cool. That was one of the first things that I noticed watching the show. It's like Drago coming down. Hey. And I've never seen a mask like his before. And it's, I, I like AAA, so I knew who Drago was already. <laughs> but um, not that he did anything for AAA. But it's uh, honestly, but it's okay. nice to see more of that. I would look up the Drago stuff from AAA. He was one of my favorites in AAA, so I would just watch his matches on YouTube and shit. I and look up Drago some fucking Gato Everready shit too, so you can see him wrestling as the cat from some batteries. <laughs> Love True it. True story. Uh, Casey got me to do that. Um, <laughs> so we get a quick shot of Aerostar fighting, which is cool. So Aerostar's still around at least. Um, now, we get a shot of Matanza kind of clapping his taped hands. And then shortly after, we get a shot of taped hands coming through a bar to Dario's face, which is another Dario shot for you. But then it cuts to Cage's face. Then it cuts back to the hand reaching towards Dario's face. Like, are they trying to make me feel like that's not Matanza and that Cage is mm -hmm. reaching through bars mm -hmm. at Dario? I, don't get, I didn't get that. You know what? I don't know. You know what's important, though? What's important? 
Last time he reached his hand through someone's through the bars to someone's face. He killed him. Yeah. You think he's gonna kill Dario? Dario might Dude, be failed. Dario dies in season three. The only thing that could make that okay for me is if Renegade replaces him. The only thing that would mm. make that okay for me is if his ghost replaces himself. He has I to mean, come back as Sinestro de la Dario or something. Uh, Sinestro de la Dario. He just has to fucking... The worst gimmick you've ever come up <laughs> no, with. No, he's got to really be good. straight up ghost in a sheet with just some eye holes. And then they don't even have to have him on the show. They can just have him ADR all his listening yeah. lines. No, he just he would just uh, startle people when they walk around corners. Boo. All right, well... So there's a weird jump. There's, no S's in there's a weird jump yeah. cut in there. Then we go to um, a quick, another quick facial shot of Sammy Callahan, which confirmed that it was him. Yeah, yeah. Because like the shots are ramping up and going faster and faster at this point. Yeah. And Helico looks like he's screaming in pain. Yes. And somebody's pulling his head backwards. I, I like this. That. Is Ooh. Angelico going to get murdered? That's hot. I like this. I loved everything about Angelico. You did kind of say that like it was his potential fetish. murder. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want Angelico to get murdered. I fucking love Angelico. He's like the nicest yeah. guy, and he does cool shit. But 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 he might be my second favorite South African in Lucha Underground. Now. Oh Ooh. Jesus! Just saying. Sammy Callahan is not South African, by the way. I, and I have yelled at, at uh, fucking PJ Black that he's the second best South African. And if they bring in uh, Adam Rose, he could be the third best. Oh, if they, oh God. Adam Rose, I think, is going to be like a computer technician in three years. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Damien666 is a computer technician, and he's still Damien666. He's badass. Oh, I love Damien666. Um. So then we get to a shot of Vampiro grabbing Puma's throat. Ah, fuck yeah. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Good looking out, Vamp. Okay, no. wait, 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 wait. No. But what is this? Is this another tough love thing like the Pentagon? Nah. I don't know, man. I've seen mm. Puma in the reverse color mask, and he's in all this dark I'm with you. Like, hoodie it's stuff. It's exciting. I, dude, come on. How badass would a Puma heel turn with Vampiro as his maestro be? No. Well, see, the, the thing that is, would be dope. The thing no. is with Puma more than Pentagon, Puma has something to learn from the master of the dark side because Puma isn't a bad guy at all. Right. He's got to learn how to heal himself, dude. Yeah. Oh, he's a heel in my heart. So, and, and, and Vampiro doesn't attack people. He doesn't go out and try and fight. <laughs> Right? I mean, dude, this looked like he had been watching Roadhouse. Like he was going for the Adam's apple, like just kind of looking right. I don't think Roadhouse featuring Terry Funk. But I think. Yeah, definitely not the Ronda Rousey version. That's not what I was talking about for sure. Mm. Are they still doing that? <laughs> let, yeah, let, me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you what the real thing, the real deal, the inside scoop. Brother, let me tell you something. Brother. Brother. Well, I will it's take funny you say, brother, something. because Woo. me and Vampiro had a little talk, and he called me brother about seven times. That, and he said, "Because you're related." You, can you believe that shit, brother? How he, how he seromiedoed in your face. I was talking to Matt Stryker about that, and it was just terrible, eh? So you know this what? Is racist too, right? You know what, brother? It's really racist. It's offensive. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take care of him for you, brother, because Pentagon will not talk to me because I cost him the title. He's very mad about that, and <laughs> I am going to take care of him, take care of Puma on your behalf for him seromiedoing in your face like a dick, brother. And I thought the fantasy booking part of this show was later. 
no, this is this is a real conversation I had. Oh, and and so he is attacking it's Puma 6:30. We got to make it up move. for me so move. I can tell Pentagon maybe Vampiro's an okay guy, bro. We got to okay. Okay, yeah, let's move. I'm done. I'm done. All right. The audience fucking And love then that. finally, no, you no. said they saved the best for last, right? Mm -hmm. Pentagon walks down the hall, Pentagon dark and gives the Miedo. And leaves the three hanging there. And that's the sign we've been seeing all summer long for season three. It's Pentagon's taped up hand. Yeah. So hey, dope. Thanks for making them your poster boy after you jobbed them out. Oh, but wait, you said they saved the best <laughs> for last, right? I did. So then clearly it must be Drago because the last oh. shot is not your fucking boy. Wait, wait. The last shot is the hands down. Worst cheesiest <laughs> shot. I'm sorry, uh, Lieutenant. I love you guys. I love you guys dearly, dearly, dearly. Drago breathing fire at the end of this is horrible. Just well, the effect, fire, man. the effect, the way it was done is just awful. Like the the flame, it's like this big, you know. It's like yeah, I'm not like even this. look. I'm but not it, it start, but then it's it, but still like when it's at his face. The flame is coming out from his face, like from his eyeballs to his chin. Can it's I just not mouth out? That's not the first time he's had something that big from his face, uh, from his so eyeballs to his it's chin. It's just a really bad. It's uh, a really bad. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Drago. You guys know what it's like being a wrestling fan. There are times when it's a little bit embarrassing to talk to people about your love for wrestling. With Lucha Underground, that has never been the case for me. I've always been like, dude, Lucha Underground is something that's so cool. I will talk to anybody about it. I will never Stop. be embarrassed about being a Lucha Underground fan ever. However, that being the very last shot of the season three trailer was, as a Lucha Underground fan, a bit embarrassing to me. I felt hey. like, mm, I don't really want to show my friends that who aren't into wrestling now. I want to show them every other second. I want to show them a minute and 57 seconds of this trailer, and I don't want to show them the one hundred, the one minute and 58th second of this trailer. Hey, yeah. then you can end it with Pentagon. There you go. But uh, I have my own edit of the trailer. That Our eyes on. were so drawn to the shitty fire that we almost missed the big slave girl Leia Jabba the Hutt fucking chain around Drago's neck. Oh, oh, but it gets better Whoa. than that. I'll take it one further than that. You know what's in the background of that shot? Yes, what I do. What is the background of oh, this? Cobra Moon's fucking throne. What? What? Okay, that, that fucking supports my bathroom theory because Drago always hangs out in bathrooms. There you go. <laughs> So that is that kind of throw. Can't believe you had no, someone so pinching a say, loaf in your trailer. What I will say this is, so look, either Drago is there because he's beefing with Cobra or he's associated with Cobra, but clearly he's in Cobra's throne room and he didn't look like one of the people that was kneeling down before because you didn't see any horns coming off the head. And you didn't see anybody chained up. So um, Something's going on. Yeah, I love this. I love the fact that, that homegirl Cobra Moon is getting some big storyline time because... I personally love her. I think she's awesome addition to the show. I agree. She's awesome. Um, and I love Drago, so I hope that he gets a big storyline. And this is what I want to see Lucha Underground do. I want guys to find ways through storylines to get to the top of the card and not necessarily have to be in the title picture. I don't care yeah. if the, Drago is part of a trio's championship or if he's got the fucking gift of the gods or if he's the, the Lucha Underground champion. 
I do, however, want to see Drago as often as possible, and I want to see him in storylines that matter. And this is one of the challenges for Lucha Underground. They did it with Marty and Killshot this season. They did mm-hmm. it with Sexy and Mariposa and some of that stuff. Like, I want to see these credible secondary storylines that really elevate people to, like, main event for one episode or yeah. just primary matches that get these guys in the mix at the top of the card. I just want Drago to know if you need help that you can still call me in the heels to back you up like you did for Ultima Lucha 1, the Believer's Backlash match, because we had you back then and we'll have you back now. We'll get you out of that snake pit, buddy. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I feel like also, and I feel like it's Roach, I feel like one of the writers has a, a bondage fetish. Between Vampiro's thing last year, we're talking hot wax. Now we're seeing Marty tied up. AR Fox was bound we to a chair. We want these people to come on our podcast Drag- sometime, dude. Drago is in a, a dog collar chain. Like there's It's some- probably just Vampiro. I want to know which one of the writers is going to the kinky bondage clubs. I don't think it's DJ. Maybe it's EV Dub. Maybe it's Roach. I'm not touching Solon. that fucking Who's combat. doing it? No. I'm not. I'm not I say it's Roach. Roach ain't going to mind. Roach, is it you? If Roach, if you are the one that's in that's got the kinky bondage fetish, just let us know. Just tweet at us. Just be like, yeah, it's me. Just say yeah, it's me, and we'll know. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. One of you guys has a bondage fetish. Because there's a lot of bondage going on in just New post Chicago. a picture of you. Come on, like who who how do you even write the Pentagon hanging like that thing unless you know a thing or two about some like serious Japanese rope play bondage they shit? Probably saved some money. And their props because the person just brought it in. At the best, best case scenario is some PA has a kinky bondage fetish. Did and they you were guys like, never see the greatest movie of all time, Conan the Barbarian, where he was tied to the tree of woe? That was his tree of woe scene. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, Urban Heretic is questioning that they have kinky bondage. Dude, Urban, come with me to San Francisco, buddy. We're, we got to take a trip up north. North Dude, there, there's one in Silver Lake by J Ray's house. Wait, like, hold on. Next to his yeah. house. Yeah, that you have to get like buzzed into or something. This is Los say. Angeles. They have everything here. It's like all these bars. I, and I didn't know on the they had that kind of it stuff. It looks like here. it's a bank, and it's like a. I had read places. on the internet once that they had this kind of stuff in San Francisco. I didn't know that they had it here. So hey, maybe yeah. these guys are writing for Lucha Underground and coming up with the kinky bars. Maybe we Urban. know where J Ray disappeared to. <laughs> um. He's a doorman. Byron. <laughs> yeah. Explain to me what the fuck's going on in TNA. I, 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 I okay. am so confused by <laughs> some of So here's, here's, uh, here's what's going on in TNA. Uh, a few weeks ago, the Hardys and Jeremy Borash did some bullshit, did some cool stuff, whatever. People had difference of opinions on it, but people were talking about the product and the wrestlers. Then with, you know, that's the first time people were talking about the wrestlers in a while. Brian, Brian you know that, that microphone's not plugged in. That right? lasted. That's fine. <laughs> it is fine. That's Can fine. I plug it no, in? No, no, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. So, so for a hot second, whether you liked Final Deletion or not, you're talking about the product of TNA. But now we're back to talking about how they're may- probably going out of business or not. <laughs> oh, um, back to the real plot line? So, yeah, the main storyline of TNA is what the fuck is going on? Um, and it's kind of a big deal. Dixie was never going to give up the reins and she finally gave up the reins. And Did she though? She will, the new president, sort of. The but new, she didn't, okay. She's, but she's no longer president, but she is now the chairman, which is Vince's title at WWE. Yeah, but Billy Corgan is the new president. I think he's going to have more control than he did have creatively. 
Um, I don't know all too much. I just know he's the president. It's the real thing. Well, I, okay. He's I know, also, I but, know this. He went from being a senior producer. Yeah. Which was basically something that they just handed out to him as a money mark. Yeah, he was a money mark. And but, then now he is the president. Yeah. But he, the thing and is. Dixie has graduated to like C C O O and chairman or something. So, yeah. I don't know. But I think, I think. Billy's getting all that because he's the one who's burning cash to keep the tapings but going. But people, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Billy Corgan from the fucking Smashing, Smashing Pumpkins. Pumpkin. I love that band. We're talking about rock star Lollapalooza Billy Corgan yeah. like, from my era. A guy so, who already failed running a wrestling. So game. I think I, the, the big picture for me is is that it's just it's a step back for TNA because now people are back to talking about whether or not they're making paychecks or who, if they have a legit operation going. Is there, but, a is there a chance that Billy Corgan with the book makes some improvements at TNA? Is it possible? I don't know. He's He's been ambitious in how he talks about what he wants to do. Mm -hmm. um, but from all looks of it, he appears to be a money mark. And also he was running a company like Casey said, yeah. and that company didn't do too well. And they weren't too. What company was that? It's called like, what was it? Wasn't it like Revolution Pro, but not Rev Pro? It's not Rev Pro. Pro. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah. I, mean, I but, remember the whole thing. I just can't remember the name of the company. And it was, it, but it, it was shows you how good he did because it yeah. was like a huge news story in the wrestling world. I can't yeah. remember. I remember it had Raven. That's yeah, all I it was really risque, if not offensive, and not, and not that progressive, like what, you know, if you were on TV. But now, if you, if you took a little bit of risque and and some of that insane stuff and added it into the kind of contrite stuff that they're doing already. Yeah. Would it not be a good combination? I don't know. Like that would be a good combination. Maybe. I mean, but now we're the sandbox he's playing and now ha they have to deal with sponsors, networks and things like that. Like you really consider pop a network? No, but I mean, like, they have TNA and Big Brother After Dark, and I'm pretty sure Big Brother After Dark is like quadrupling the numbers that TNA gets. Probably. I miss but, the, uh, And don't they have like Bob Saget's fucking sitcom or something? I was oh, going to yes, say they have one. all those ghost shows, but that's the network that kicked them off. Yeah. But it's, I, I mean, I don't know exactly how Billy Corgan will do. I think there's some questions, and we'll see how he does. But I think the main is the main takeaway is that. Uh, we're back to not talking about the product of TNA. We're talking about the company and how bad they are. Yeah, I mean, and we'll see where they're at now. I feel like the Lashley push is a bit out of line right now. It feels strange to me. Oh, what's his push? I, I mean, the, the, I just feel like every time I turn on TNA, mm -hmm. he's the segment and there's a belt and he's there with it. Like every time I see Matt Lashley, it's like, what, wait, you have all the belts now? What's going on here? I was so confused. Um, yeah. But I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like other guys should be getting more of a push there, but I don't even know who would get the push anymore. Crazy Weren't there some, uh, didn't they just get, pick up some new guys? Who'd they pick up? They pick up like Ryback Go or Go close the fridge. Uh, Sandow. Oh, they just that's got right. Damian Sandow. Damien. They got him. He's, How's that going to work? He's Aaron Rex. He's just, he'll make anything work. Close the door that's open. But it's funny. No, uh, he's great talent, but I, I I, don't know. I feel like they're going to waste the shit out of him there, too. He's going to get stuck in some middle card bullshit, and their middle of the card is fucking bottom of the barrel. I think he'll get to do whatever. I think there means that he asked to be able to do sure whatever he wants terrible. to do, and then they – no, it's a good chair. And then they said, sure. I don't think you would have gone there if you couldn't 
that's his thing. That's how he's going to make his brand worth anything now is having full control and sinking or swimming. And he could do that on the indies for like six months for a year and then go back to doing a TV show for one of the companies. But yeah, I, I mean, uh, look, all I can say is for anybody in TNA right now, and don't get me wrong, I, I loved TNA back in the day and I want them to succeed. I really do. Yeah. I have friends that work there and I, I have a lot of love for TNA overall as a thought. I do not have a lot of love for where they are right now as a company. And I feel bad for a lot of the talent because I think a lot of these guys, a lot of these guys, uh, Sandow included and, and EC3 and EC3 should be champ right now. By just, and a lot of guys in the X division too. Yeah. I, I feel bad for them. I hope their contracts aren't long because I don't know what's going to happen. And they may all get out of their contracts if this thing with Corrigan doesn't work out. Any thoughts on Corrigan over there, Case? I never liked Smashing Pumpkins, man. Oh, Gish is a great, great ride. Too fucking metal. For How about just, just listen to the song Drown on, this, on the single soundtrack? It's great. It's like seven minutes of awesome. I already listened to the shit Byron listens to today. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not buying the Mopey Rock. All right, um, G1. Tell me a little bit about what's going on in G1, Byron. Yeah, tell us, Byron. I don't, don't want to spend a ton of time on it, but yeah. I haven't well, been watching, so... Have we gotten to the end of G1 Climax yet? Yeah, we're, we're at, the I think, the final Explore, three days. First of all, explain what it is for people who don't Yeah, know. what does G1 stand for? G1 Byron? is... I just got I just got uh, New Japan uh, World, whatever. So I've been watching, uh, learning, because I would watch um, the Wrestle Kingdom. Now, things. is this stuff in English? So, or you, so you get translations? Or how, do you, how right, are you watching it? Right now, we're, I think, on the last three days, and they're doing English commentary for that. But all the other ones, they were not. So sometimes you'd get commentary in Japanese, and sometimes it would just be like a house show. Doesn't Twitwell have a, a commentary track that you can listen to? Is it just them, or are they... What's Twitwell? It's uh, another podcast. I think, oh. I think they do it themselves. I don't know. You haven't yeah. listened to it? No. You guys remember when I used I to do listen. that like back in 2009 but, on YouTube? But, you know. but uh, it was it was it was really cool. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of really cool matches. Um, but now, like uh, yesterday morning, this morning, today's Saturday. Uh, you know, it's Sunday those in Japan. Sunday in, in Japan. Uh, there's some really good matches that came out. Uh, Mary Fuji and Goto. Goto, I don't know. I'm going to butcher their names, but they had a I great match. Butcher them. I mean, but Mar- even you butchering it, it'll be enough for me to search it on. The yeah. Goto uh, is but, a pretty fucking hard name to pronounce, you guys. And uh, Marifuji is from yeah. Noah. He's not a New Japan guy, but he's getting a showcase. And he did all right. He, I, I mean, I wasn't really expecting it, expecting him to do more than get showcased. And he did about everything well, I mean, except uh, from what I've heard, none of the Noah guys are going to be showing up on a regular basis anyway. Yeah. So I wouldn't expect so him to do anything more than just put out a good performance. Right. Yeah. But he got close. He got to the semifinals or whatever. Um, but then he lost, but Spoilers. he did get to, um, he did get to power drive, go to on the ring apron, the hardest part of the ring. And they did like a 19 count. I thought the hardest part of the ring was the ring post. No. I'm just saying a pile driver on the ring post would probably hurt more than the apron. Right? I don't know how you do that. Well, I mean, it's not, I don't I'm know. sure Killshot could figure it out. Maybe you know more about gravity than <laughs> me. But uh, that was an awesome spot. And he has this really cool take on the super kick where he kind of, he's he's like standing to your side or behind you and he hooks his head, uh, like throws more of a heel kick. 
like mm. wraps the leg around and kicks you right in the face. He he kicked uh, go to he did it to go to uh, in the face about five times in a at the end of the match. So if you if you want to see the kick, just go to the end of the match and he spams it. Well, um, I want to okay. So what are the three best matches you've watched so, so far? Because I want to go back and watch uh, a few of the just good matches. I don't necessarily care okay. about the overall standings or. If these guys so, end up in New Japan, uh, but just tell me something good to watch. Okay, so uh, I mean, they're all going to be good for this weekend for the finals. But um, uh, going back, Ishi and Okada is a phenomenal match. Ishi is this big, muscle-bound dude with no Ishi? neck. Ishi, Ishi, yeah. and Haruki uh, uh, Ishi. Am I doing that right? No, Haruki Ishi. Just say Ishi. Ishi. Anyway. Um, Ishi. But he's one of those guys where he'll just lariat at you until you die. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, he does. Watch him wrestle Hanma from last year. That match was the oh, shit. But see, at, at, I actually, I actually have seen that match. Yeah. One of the few. But at nine, when he wrestled uh, Matabi, right? Makabe. Makabe. Yeah. That guy. That, that was, and they had another fight uh, actually yesterday morning too. That is a that's a brutal fight because both those guys just beat the fuck out and of each other. And most of the stuff is strong style, right? We're talking super strong, Japanese, strong style. style. I gotta yeah. say that a lot of kicks. Someone needs to clue on. these guys in that it's a work. Um, just saying. And um, <laughs> who us or the Japanese wrestlers? Because I feel like the Japanese right? wrestlers yeah. don't know. But like, it's, hey, it's dude, cool. you're supposed to be faking this. No, that's what I meant. <laughs> Other stuff, you know, um, Juice Robinson got a single match. Uh, early on, which is really cool to kind of see because he's one of those opening match six man tag six guys. guys yeah. uh, but Juice and uh, Fit Finlay's kid, Dave Finlay, uh, got a singles match. And it was Ooh, really. And guess what? I actually have some Fit Finlay news this week. Oh, Ooh. go ahead. But it was, it's, you know, that's, some, that. that's something to look for because, you know, you know, from American wrestling, you know, you know, Fit, you know, Juice Robinson from NXT. So it's cool There's to see. There's only one Juice in wrestling and is not Juice Robinson. And, uh, Juice, by the way, I think he has a mouth on him. He's cursing all the time. Um, but he's got a little, got a little bit of the Tejanos. Yeah, <laughs> he's Tejanos not. Works. He's not a juicy person. I, and, uh, I'm a juicy person. Wait, speaking of juicy, have, yeah. Wait, wait. I got. I got to oh, throw to Casey for a second because right, right, Casey, right. Casey, what's up with Hoovy loving you? That's, you and Hoovy are like new best friends. I'm a fucking juicy person. What can I say? How, how did you get in good with with Hoovy? I. I just said that he's good on the podcast, which is true. Oh, and I also made fun of Disco Inferno, and you like that? Gil. Yeah. Um, so what were you talking about? So, um, yeah, I would say, though, um, I watched the night. By the way, um, I've only been watching the Wrestle Kingdom show, so uh, Naito and his new Los Ingo Bernables de Japón. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Uh, uh, was it was it something I was really so uh, up awesome. to date on? No, that was just waiting for somebody to have to say it because I'm just glad it's not me and I'm not but going to attempt to. Hey, I gotta say, hey, is Byron gonna tell us to be tranquilo? But I gotta say, tranquilo, tranquilo, tranquilo uh, in <laughs> But watching all these shows, I haven't seen all of them. But watching Stealing all the shows, Jay watching a bunch of his matches, um, I've got to really get familiar with him and with with his crew. And uh, yeah, he's, sounds he's, like it. He's my favorite Best thing. Best faction out there, right? Yeah, he's my favorite thing. But they're all like different, and they're all badass and cool. And uh, he had this phenomenal match with Kenny Omega that you have you have to see that match. No, I don't. Um, that happened this morning. Can't That's me. the one you have to see. Um, my real dad. Tanahashi and Okada. Mm -hmm. who, <laughs> they had another match yesterday morning, which I mean, they have they've been doing you know great matches for forever. Yeah, um, they're kind of like 
the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens type thing. Like you could put them together and it'll always be an epic match. Um, they did, if you don't mind me saying, they did a 30 minute draw, which was, it was actually really cool. The match itself was badass. Spoilers. Um, I feel. Can you describe it minute for minute for me? Uh, Just yeah. kidding. But no, I, I feel like uh, the end, there's uh, three components to the end of it. So you have the, the pin count. They all, all draws go to like the bell rings before the pins over and the yeah. bell rang after the second count. It was perfect timing, except I don't think that Okada, Okada just took a high fly flow. It's just a splash from Tanahashi. Um, I don't think he trusted the bell after the two count. So you hear like he still kicks out. He's still trying to kick out just to yeah. save the finish just in case. Yeah, you so he, always he still kick out or so, you look like Hogan and uh, Sid. Yeah. Oh. Um, but aside from that, it was an awesome match. But it kind of felt like I would equate it to like being super pumped and excited. Like it's the first time you ever got a boner and you're like super stoked. But then you realize you were looking at your own sister. And then you're not so stoked about it anymore. I'm going to say for the record, I have no idea because what that feels like. Because the thing, oh, I don't have a sister, but that's what I would equate it to. So because he got it from his brother. So like I got, so I got like really excited for the match. I was excited about what happened, and like the draw was awesome. But then I realized, oh, this means they're both uh, eliminated, and Goto go, goes to the finals without another. He gets a pass, and he's not the guy I would have even wanted to. Like I would have rather Mary Fuji uh, go over him. Um, so you're a piece of shit. Byron. It was a good match. I don't Why like. Give him Byron shit. He's, he's doing a good job with. I don't this. like the storyline implications and the results of it. Because Goto's the shit. I feel no, like I the only name you can pronounce right. I, no, I love him. I um, I love Goto's uh, finish, which apparently is drop a guy's head on your knee until mm -hmm. he stops moving. That's awesome. Yeah. But I felt I would have rather Marufuji go over him. I know you don't put him over. Oh, He's not your employee. Oh, and he sucks, dude. Mm. Sucks. Nah. And, uh, yeah, so that's happening. Um, I don't like, I'm over Hanma. He's this big orange motherfucker Fuck with blonde you. hair. Hanma is, oh, dude, he sucks so much. At, oh, Jesus he sucks at life now? I don't want to do this podcast. He's this big dumb idiot. He tries to headbutt look, the ground. Look, Hanma, if you go back to his Big Japan days, which I was watching back then, here's this guy that fucking tore himself up in these insane death matches, which were still awesome matches. And now he's hit it big. He's in New Japan. And he's had a few scandals. We don't talk about that. Yeah, no, the scandals. I want to, I, yeah. I sent that DM. I sent the video where, um, was it Kevin Kelly was talking about how Hanma in Ring of Honor was hitting on his sister? Wow. <laughs> Kevin Kelly's sister. Yeah, I think so. Or Steve, so I, I mean, all white people sound the same as one of the commentators. That wasn't uh, Rocky. Carino? Maybe. It was him. I think if Kevin Kelly Carino, and Rocky. His sister's a wrestler. Well, uh, yeah. Let him. me ask you this final question. Let me ask you the final question so we can move on. Good match. What do we have to look? Is there anything left to look forward to? Yeah. So we the next the next one, which might, I don't know. What do I know? But I, it might be tomorrow morning. Um, you're going to have the finals at G1. Like 3 in the morning tonight. Or yeah, something. tonight. Crazy. Uh, you're going to have um, Kenny Omega, who, by the way, is trying to become the new AJ Styles of the Bullet Club. He's doing a lot better. He started off doing comedy gimmicks and dedicating his matches you want me to, tell you what, to the what Young I've Bucks. heard about Kenny? But, uh, no, but what I'm saying is like he, started, he was like a light heavyweight comedy wrestler, and he's trying to establish himself as 
the heavyweight, like true heel of the Bullet and, Club. And I think he's done a pretty good job so far. He did a I've great seen. job in this match. It's not the Bullet and Club, it's the elite. Jesus Christ. Well, he's the elite, which is the elite of the Bullet Club. Oh, and uh, so he's going to fight Goto tomorrow for the champion for the thing. And I think he, he's my favorite to win. I will say this uh, Bullet Club News, Tama Tonga and Bad Luck Fale had a match where they were going to do the finger poker do more or less. Like Fale could go to the next round if he got the pin. And so they're going to have Tonga take the um, take the pinfall. And then they actually had a competitive match and then they all got along. And it was really cool. It's a decent match, but it was like no extra strings attached where like you'd have three swerves on you know in american wrestling it was really cool to see that basic straightforward storytelling so you here's, know Kenny's not winning because he's leaving that's what i'm going to tell you yeah i'm going to say this right now in our podcast and other people have heard me say this before namely j-man who who i've talked to about this before which one's j-man i believe that you're going to see i'll just put it out there like this if you don't see kenny omega wrestling somewhere in the states by april of next year I will give up donuts for a year and you know yeah. how much I love donuts and you know how much he um, he follows through with his stipulations I'm still gonna give up donuts though because that's just good for me in general yeah you should if Kenny Omega is a well, Kenny but I'm, I, I have I have I have some pretty good information that yeah. Kenny Omega is probably not going to stick around uh, New Japan as long as a lot of people have thought that he's gonna stay stick around there. well it's Kenny Omega and then you also have like the young bucks these are guys who are worldwide superstars who are basically the only thing they're overqualified Absolutely. to perform in WWE but what's holding them back is whether or not WWE is gonna hit their their number well in WWE I'm sure has a few things out there that they're testing still to see if their fake bullet club merchandise will get over the same way or if they can put a stop because look that's what WWE wants they 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 want to stop credible competition to a certain extent but at another level they don't really care because they're so far up the ladder but when they see people raking in more merch money on a particular item than they are yeah i think that raises some eyebrows at wwe and i think that alone wwe has a certain pride level where they're like oh no we're going to show the world what we're about if yeah. they think that they're going to sell more like because that's one respect if you look back at last year is there one T-shirt that did better than the the main Bullet Club T-shirt? Bullet Club and the Young Bucks have sold more merch than anyone ever. They sold more than the well, NWO shirt. Well, well, you still see NWO shirts at every wrestling event. They you still ever sell go to. them. <laughs> WWE shop still sells the motherfucker. But it, could you could you imagine they make two stables? They make an AJ stable. They make a Finn stable. A Bullet Club type people, and then they're just battling in all the shirts well, and merch but, they would and sell. too much thing. faith in wwe but but at the same time Colin, what's up i do have faith i do have faith in the fact that wwe doesn't want somebody else to be number one at anything and if bullet club is looking like they're number one at t-shirt sales right now don't doubt that wwe will make some moves just to fuck with that they don't care about other people doing big things I don't think that they, they feel like their toes are getting stepped on, but they don't like anyone else taking a number one title for anything in wrestling. Yeah. So I think that alone is going to lead you to whatever thoughts you want to have. But people, I've said this before on this show, merchandise is a big, big factor merchandise in this game. Merchandise. I'm not it's wearing a huge, huge factor. I'm not a fucking mark. I, part of me also thinks that New Japan needs Kenny Omega to step it up a bit so they can make more money off him while he's still there. Maybe, but I, honestly, honestly, and I love all the Kenny Omega stuff I've seen, but I'm going to say this. 
I don't know if he's the kind of guy that can really last at the top of the card like that. I don't know that he's really that type of talent. I don't know that he was ever supposed to be. I think that he was thrust into this position and he ran with it and did a great job with it. And I think he's going to be rewarded handsomely for it. But I don't believe that in the long term Mm -hmm. for New Japan or any other promotion that he is a permanent top of the card guy. Well, to me, I wouldn't think he's going to WWE that quick because I think it's it, it's in his best interest to prove that he is, or at least make the attempt to prove that he is. And I think I think they're gonna. I think some other people are going to, and not necessarily just WWE. I think some other people are going to give him some offers that are going to get him out of Japan even yeah. though that would probably be the best thing for his legacy long-term. I'm going to move on. I got a couple of uh, MMA things to talk about. Um, I got to, especially because of how much it relates to wrestling, we have to talk about Conor McGregor. Yeah. You, you, you love this. You love everything that Conor McGregor did this week. You can't say that you don't because you're a true heel. You love the bullshit that Conor McGregor has pulled. Listen, this kid... Is amazing, and I'm gonna just read some of the quotes because there's no way I can do it justice explaining it to oh, you. Oh, do you want me to do the voice and read them? Oh my god! I'll do the voice and read them if you want. I, if you want to do the voice, then it's great. For the most part, okay. The first, uh, I'll let you read some of the later ones. Let's just get through the first part. Basically, the gist of the first statements that he made were, for the most part, I think these WWE guys are pussies. Called out a bunch of different people. But um, basically said the only Dons, as he put it, the Dons, the Capos, the leaders, the mafioso bigwigs, mm-hmm. and the Rock, Triple H, they're Dons. And everybody else can, is basically pussies in the WWE. Yeah. Genius. He's paying attention to the booking. That's good. Oh, but don't worry, though, because he apologized. He apologized for this, guys. Oh, I'm sorry. It was very nice of him to apologize to the WWE fans. And he said... I didn't mean to disrespect the WWE fans. What I meant to say is I slapped the heads off the entire WWE roster and twice on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Which so means, he's not disrespecting the fans. But that's a Rocky line too. I it know. Is. It's great. But that's great. But well, he's setting the bait out there, right? And then every WWE superstar that, oh. that has any kind of like self-promotion yeah, in them. It's a work. They're trying to like. They're trying to like grab onto that bait because they want the headline. And of, who do you think would take the bait, Byron? Uh, which anyway, guy would take? Which guy would be dumb enough to take this kind of blatant they, bait? Well, they all should because now they're in headlines with one of the Roman biggest draws. Reigns. They well, no, they all replied. They you all know replied. Who loves a headline more than anybody? You know who loves to get on a plane and fly into town and strut his stuff? Woo! <laughs> Grandpa Rick was the main one to respond to this shit. Grandpa Rick bit. God damn it, Rick. Seriously? You just added 15 years to this kid's career. Yeah. Thank you, Grandpa Rick. You, said- you just put the kid over. Rick Flair jumps into the whole thing. And what does Rick say? Rick says... Oh, I know what he said. He said, you know, Conor McGregor... Reminds me of the time back in the war when we didn't allow the Irish into town. And I had an onion tied to my belt because it was a style at the time. This was back in Simpsons. 19 Dickety 2. Because I, even the I know that's a sold word at 30. I love it. I had to let him go with that one. Um, no, so Rick says, 
says that it's funny hearing this from Connor coming from a guy that stole the entire flair gimmick Woo! to get himself over, um, which I think is great. And he says after Diaz finishes off Connor, fucking right, Rick, fucking right. He should try his luck with Dolph, Brock, or Fit. Yeah. Fit, <laughs> as in Fit fucking Finley. Yeah, why doesn't he try out the fucking walking Lisa Frank sticker book that is Dolph Ziggler? Okay. Go ahead. Look, no, no, Dolph maybe, Ziggler maybe is Connor legit. Maybe Conor could deal with Dolph. No, yeah, but come on. Conor McGregor versus Dolph Ziggler. I think Conor, Conor could actually fucking take take it to Dolph Ziggler. Oh, you, but look, Brock Lesner, you look like a wee My Little Pony Brock sticker Lesner, book. Brock Lesnar, a juiced up MMA, another juiced up legit MMA fighter that is literally 100 pounds heavier I mean, Brock Lesnar cuts to get to 265. Yeah. No shit, Ric Flair. Of course Brock Lesnar could kick fucking Conor McGregor's ass. Brock Lesnar could kick 98% of the people on yeah. Earth's ass. Science in a built legit him. Science built all those skills. He's juiced to the gills, and he knows how to wrestle, and he knows how to fight. Got it. There's some heavyweight fighters out there that could probably beat him in a fair fight. We also know he doesn't fight fair, so yes. If Conor McGregor tried to beat up Brock Lesnar, obviously, he gets his ass kicked. And Fit Finley? Fit Finley's also a very big dude. I would actually love to see that fight. I'd love to see Conor McGregor with Fit Finley. Fit Finley has him by about 80 pounds, but at the same time... They're about the same height, yeah, probably. Fit yeah. Finley is and not Fit tall. is a legit badass from 20 years ago yeah. and could probably still take a punch I'm now. You, but that, look, guys, I've met Fit, knees ain't I met fit recently and there was an aura that was do not fuck with this man even when you're saying, sir, can I get a picture with you? Legit, uh, Fit's a legit badass. Legit. But at the same time, Connor is a professional fighter. Yeah. Um, so, but then here we get into the Connor quotes and I'm just going to read these because... Casey will do them in the Irish voice, but I'm just going to read them. <laughs> Connor says, I don't know what to say to Ric Flair. This ain't no gimmick. This is the real shit. I've got to get in and fight a man for real with no script, with no nothing. He was talking about bringing in some other wrestler guys or some bullshit to challenge me. Come bring it then. This is the real shit over here. You know, you want to come over. We can fight. No problem. A few of them are talking about a street fight and all. If they want to do that, come and see me and see what happens. This is coming from little ass Conor McGregor. That's some that's some serious talk. Rick, Rick Flair is talking about his character than the way he sells himself. And as far as Rick Flair goes, the Nature Boy is as real as it gets. Ask his five ex wives who owns everything that he <laughs> has. Woo! Woo! Let me uh, let me break this down for you guys. Conor McGregor is speaking because he knows he's a man in the last days of his life. You see. What happens if he loses? How does he? No, we'll no get there. he's I'll not just gonna lose. He's gonna lose to Nate, and he's gonna die. And none of this is gonna matter because he's gonna be six feet underground, and they're gonna bury him in Stockton, just so everyone can walk by him and piss on his grave. All right, let me let me tell you because Connor stuff gets better because then he gets he says, "Who's the main guy? John Cena." He's 40. He's fucking 40 years of age. He's walking around in a luminous orange t-shirt and a headband talking about how nobody can see him. Mm -hmm. We can see him. We can see him right here. <laughs> He's a big, fat, 40-year-old failed Mr. Mr. Olympia motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's That's not the best promo anyone's ever cut on John Cena. Well, he's and not. Wrong. Guy's not even in the WWE. It's like he he just needs to throw in, you know, his girlfriend doesn't know what hamper to put clothes in, and he sums everything up perfectly. Okay, but so Connor, don't think Connor's disrespectful because then he says, 
Like I said, no disrespect to the Dons of the game, the McMahons. Vince is a fucking legend. They wrote Vinny off for a few years when he dropped from the billions, but then he rose back and now he's in the billionaire club. What he's been able to do with that bunch of dweebs over there at the moment has been phenomenal. And I respect him for that. And then, of course, there's the OGs of the game. Of course, like he's going to respect the, Rock, the McMahons. Stone Cold. Irish. He oh. says Stone Cold. He says respect what? the OGs. The Rock, Stone Cold, they're cool motherfuckers. Even Ric Flair is a cool Woo. motherfucker. Woo. You know who well, else? He wants to go on their fucking podcasts and promote himself. You know what, Connor? Your first mistake was not mentioning The Undertaker. No, actually, <laughs> your first mistake <laughs> was losing to Nate Diaz, which you're going to do twice. Oh, stop that. Don't be scared, homie. I'm just speaking the truth, Connor says, that the, the new age of those guys are absolute dweebs. They just seem messed up in the head. I don't know what it is. When I listen to them talk, when I listen to them carry themselves, they just don't seem right in the head. That might be a bit of rudeness for me to say, but again, it ain't trash talk. It's truth talk. I've oh, got God. them all wrapped around my finger. The boxing game, the MMA game. Now I've got those wrestling dweebs in here as well. I've got the whole shit locked up. He is smart about that, but now he has to win his fight. But he's right. But he's right. No, he doesn't have to win. That's the beauty of this whole fucking thing. Conor McGregor now officially doesn't ever need to win again. He can book himself money fights in boxing, in MMA, and in wrestling now. There's no place where he can't go where he doesn't make a fucking fortune. And it has nothing to do with him winning. He's now talking about how he doesn't even care to fight Jose Aldo again. He was just like flat out like, oh, you know, I fought Jose before. I'm happy that he had his big comeback, but I was more interested in Aldo because Aldo talked some shit, so I kind of wanted to test myself out to him. Now he's just going back on what he said two weeks ago. He doesn't even have to drop down to 145. Even if he does lose to Diaz, which I got him winning in the third round, by the way. I will call that right now. That's my prediction. Wait, wait. Conor who, McGregor. Who's the him that wins? Conor McGregor wins in the third round by TKO over okay. uh, Nate Diaz. I want everyone to remember this. You guys can call me on it. When I'm right. And what do you, what's your prediction? Second Diaz round. wins. Submission. Win. Submission, what round? Out of five. You pick one. Second round submission. Oh, All right, that's, that's what happened last time. When we'll Diaz see. stalked and slap. We'll see. I'm sure Vinny would stalked agree with and you. Slap, jaw dislocation, <laughs> Victoria style. <laughs> this <laughs> is amazing, though. Dude, how long has this kid been a named fighter? He hasn't been a named fighter for that long, but he's had, he's had some big fights. He beat Mendez. He beat uh, Dustin Poirier, you know, Dennis Seaver, whatever. He, he's got some fights, okay? He took out Jose Aldo like nothing. In a short amount of time, he has cemented a legacy for himself that even if he doesn't go back to 145, even if Diaz beats him, he will always be a Win. former UFC champion. People will always have to say that about him. That's all they ever say about Randy Couture. I think what you meant to say is when Diaz beats him again, but I agree with what you're but saying. But what does it matter? Oh. And he's got, mm. he's got half of the UFC waiting to see what happens with him. I mean, Tyron yeah. Woodley, they're probably going to force to fight Wonder Boy now. Mm -hmm. But even Tyron Woodley wants the winner of that fucking fight. Or he wants Nick Diaz. Or he wants, like, got the whole, got Jose and Frankie fighting over a paper belt when they're both real champions. He's walking around with their belt and doesn't give a fuck about them. The guy has the whole game on lock. Man's now, only in it for himself. I do find it interesting, though, that going into UFC 202, there's not very much hype this time. We've already seen the fight. Um, 
We remember both guys are not trash talking like they were before because I think they're both very serious about trying to actually win. Mm -hmm. Connor has done a lot of different things in his campus time. Nate has actually had a campus time and isn't coming off of a boat eating fucking donuts like last time, Mm -hmm. which makes him dangerous. But I think Connor's taking that very seriously. And I know his coach, John Kavanaugh, is taking it super, super seriously. They brought in a bunch of lefties this time. They brought in a bunch of boxers. They, they're dealing more with the JIT stuff and how to counter the JIT stuff because we know Connor is more susceptible on the ground. He knows that too. So, yeah, maybe maybe he will tap. Um, the hype isn't as big though, and people had speculated, you know, and also we thought we were going to get this fight on UFC 200, yeah. and we uh-huh. didn't. It washed away. I find it very interesting that we're eight days out from the fight. I don't know, a week. Exactly, exactly a week out from the fight. Yeah. And the hype for it is pretty low-key. Now, Connor's doing this stuff in the press. He's doing media days right now. You're starting to get more hype, but he's doing a smart thing here. He saw the hype that Brock brought in. He's getting, he's keeping the wrestling fans that had some hype about UFC interested in the product. He's now calling out WWE guys, whether he ever plans on going there or not. Yeah. He's trying to bring that fan base and that interest in. He's got boxing people interested in him. He's got boxing people on his side, actually. Mm-hmm from him calling out Floyd and that whole thing. Now he's got the boxing world looking at him more than they were looking at Holly Holm, who was a legit boxer. Mm-hmm. It's just genius what the kid's doing. So um, I don't know exactly where Connor ends up after this fight, especially if he loses. I mean, I, he's got fights out there. He's got fights at 55. He can always fight a Cowboy Cerrone for a big fight. Cowboy loses plenty too. Connor could take a loss and still get a fight with Cowboy Cerrone and headline a pay-per-view and make a mint. Um, it'll be interesting. And a lot of people are waiting to see the results. More so, I think more people are interested to see what the aftermath of this fight is than the actual fight at this point. Like the fight itself, I don't know that anybody's expecting an exciting fight. I think that Connor's going to have to grit it out and do some very not sexy stuff. I feel like this is not going to be an exciting fight. And Connor is going to be smart enough to make it a not sexy fight, which is going to frustrate Diaz. And then we'll get something interesting out of it at the end. I hope they don't bear hug the whole time. I think that Connor was is going to do that. I think he's going to push him up against the cage. Oh. I think he's going to try to slow trip him with with really sloppy, dirty boxing and wrestling. And then I think he's going to try to pound out Nate. And I think Nate is going to come in with the with the big head. And I think he's going to try to box and and uses jujitsu and i don't think connor's gonna play that game that's just my personal opinion and i think connor wants it pretty badly right now then who would pay um, to see mayweather and connor both do a shitty version of a fight a lot of people i'd buy it oh. just to see what was going to happen and I, i'm pretty sure i know just hugging they we'd watch yeah watch well and think hug. about his pro wrestling skills he can call out these guys all day long but as a professional wrestler is connor mcgregor better than john cena no Connor probably can't even run ropes. I mean, let, let's be honest. Like, he might be a bigger name or draw. He might come in and talk shit. But even uh, talking shit, Cena's pretty good at talking shit. He is not a bigger name than John Cena. John Cena is like a global brand. Oh, uh, Connor McGregor's. Connor McGregor think so? is as big a pay per view draw as John Cena is. Now, John Cena may have done it more times. Yeah. But John Cena needs a whole card around him still. Conor McGregor could be the only thing on a pay-per-view and it would still do probably record-breaking numbers at this point right now. Okay. 
Um, anyway, and, and Floyd Mayweather too. Like you might think that the wrestlers are up there, but the wrestlers also have a whole product and a whole machine behind them. When you're buying a wrestling pay-per-view, you're still buying the product. You're still buying WWE yeah, to yeah, a certain yeah. extent. You're not buying John Cena. There are half the people who watched that last 196 pay-per-view with Conor McGregor mm-hmm. were just buying Conor McGregor. Yeah. You've got an entire country there. Half of this country, like huge amounts of people are flocking in droves just to see this kid. So, I barely remember what the rest of the card was. And don't sleep on the rest of this card either. Oh, no. Glover no. Tejera versus Anthony Rumble Johnson is a huge fight. Fuck, I'm, yeah. I'm picking Glover Tejera. Yeah. I happen to also be friends with Glover Tejera, but that's a different <laughs> story. I think that he is the most underrated striker in the UFC, and he hits harder than anyone. Yes, he lost to John Jones. Uh, so did Rumble. I just think that this is a great fight, and either one of them with one punch could win it. I happen to think, however, that punch is going to come from Glover Tejera. Which rounds? Um, I'm going to take Glover in the second round okay. by knockout, by clean knockout. I agree. And these guys hit hard. These yeah. guys hit hard. This is going to be a fucked up I fight. held a heavy bag for Glover one time, and it, it hurt. Ooh. Like, I'm on the other side of a whole bag. Not holding <laughs> mitts, just playing around, just fucking around, too. And I don't think he was swinging hard. I think he was probably at, like, 70%. And, like, I felt it in my chest, and it hurt, and it was scary and funny. Um, so I pick Glover Teixeira. Fuck yeah. Um, and I've met Rumble a couple times, too, back when he was, like, a 170 fighter. <laughs> it's amazing. He's fighting at 205 now. Damn. Back then, he was, like, cutting a million and a half pounds. Um, he's a badass guy, and he is, like... Rumble is like the nicest dude on the face of the planet. To be such a bona fide badass, Rumble is a fucking teddy bear of a human being. Just got to say that. Just a nice, super nice guy. Um, the other fight that I am super looking forward to is Rick Horror Story versus another homie, Cowboy Cerrone. Yeah. Um, Ray Cerrone? I think Cerrone's going to crank Rick's big, juicy neck. And Did you just hear in the round two? Byron call him Rice Aroni. Yeah. Say that to his face. I that's what you said his name was. Say it to my face, Alex Riley. Um, and then Neil Magny versus Lorenz Larkin is the Fight Pass headliner, which is amazing. If you are a fight fan and you don't have Fight Pass, they're making it unavoidable now. They keep putting ah! good fights on there. He's one of them. Ah, Casey is so pissed. Dude, I'm pissed because I agreed to pet sit for my cousin next weekend. So I'm not going to be home for the fucking fights, which means I'm going to have to order it myself. Oh, get it on your phone, man. Fuck it. Just do it. Um, And I think if you get it on your phone, you can watch it later on the big screen. Um, Anyway, last thing I'm going to say about UFC, fighters union thing. The PFA has now announced that they're going to be starting a union for... UFC fighters. They did not mention other fighters, by the way. They just mm. said UFC in their press release. Uh, Professional Fighters Association. But if you look at it, the NFL Players Association is just for NFL players. The Thanks NBA Players Byron. Association doesn't cover Byron. CBA. It's just the fucking NBA. So it makes sense to me if they're trying to start a union just for UFC players. That's where the real money is. Um, you got to feel bad for the new owners, though. It's like you don't spend $4 billion and then want to see all these things that are cutting into your profits. You got all mm-hmm. these big time fighters now, like Tyron Woodley getting a belt and him trying to make demands. And then, you know, you got yeah. your Conor McGregor's and all this other like shit. One of their biggest guys trying to unionize. Like this yeah. is not what you want to see if you're new owners and everyone's no. saying shit like, 
oh, well, if the company's worth $4 billion, maybe we're all worth more. Mm -hmm. You're not worth more to the new owners who just spent $4 billion buying the company. They don't have any extra fucking money to throw around just because they just spent $4 billion. You know who this helps out is fucking Bellator. Yeah, it does. It yeah. really does. Um, but at the same time, I think it is probably the right time. Things are changing. You probably will screw the new owners a little bit. Mm -hmm. But as a fan, you also have to understand, though, that these things as a fan, as much as you love the fighters, are in fact counter to your interests as a fan. It will drive up prices. A it lot. will probably make other fighters disappear. There may be a strike at some point in time. You never know what's going to happen with a union. Like, mm -hmm. look, you're a baseball fan. You don't like the... Uh, the strike that cost my Indians a World Series that one year <laughs> in the nineties or whatever, like that fucking sucked. That's my what Indians cost them the World Series. Well, but yeah. that's were on a roll. They were on a roll that year. They were certainly a contender. They would have been in playoffs. Mm -hmm. and, I mean, and all of a sudden there's a fucking strike in the whole second half of the season, just gone. Mm -hmm. You're a hockey fan. Mm -hmm. You don't like strikes. Mm -hmm. It sucks. We lost the whole season. You lost the whole fucking season, and they I came like, back. I like how you lost the season, and the video game still came out. Hmm? Yeah. yeah, for the season that never happened. So don't don't kid yourself as a fan into thinking that a players union is for you. Now, don't mm. get me wrong. I have fighters that are friends. I love that what these guys give us. I want to see them protected. I want to see them make their money. I would like to see them have fair bargaining. But the mindset that Dana and Lorenzo had for the longest time of keeping these guys hungry, keeping the pay at a reasonable level, making everyone fight for pride and honor and whatnot – it did make the sport more exciting. If you think about what some of these fighters are doing now, Tyron Woodley gets the belt. He's not calling out the number one guy. In fact, he's telling the number one guy, wait your turn. I want to go make some money fighting guys who aren't as good as you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This smart. is not as a fan necessarily what you want. This is what's smart for the fighters, and this is how they get paydays, but that's not necessarily what you want. Do you want Conor McGregor holding up the featherweight title forever as a fan? I don't necessarily care because I think there's exciting fights out there and we still got Jose versus Frankie as fight fans, but then they had to do it for a fake belt because this other guy's off traipsing around with money fights with Nate Diaz. Mm -hmm. So again, be careful what you wish for people. I believe that this is the right thing. I think that the fighters would be crazy to not jump on this particular one. There's also MMA FA, which is mixed martial arts fighting association or something. Mm -hmm. um, Randy Couture and Kung Lee and some of those guys are, big parts of that particular organization, but that organization, they're not UFC guys anymore. Mm -hmm. So their relevance, uh, as much as they've been around and they've been saying these things, unless they're doing it specifically for UFC fighters, just like the NFL Players Association is doing it for the NFL, it doesn't really apply. Um, the guys who are doing this association are also, they're big, big players in the world of unionization. Uh, baseball agent Jeff Boris, who mm. you know repped Barry Bonds and Jose Cancinco. Yeah. Then you've got attorney Lucas Middlebrook, who is Nick Diaz's attorney, and he reps the MLS and NBA ref unions and the Southwest Airline Employee Union. Um, and sports economist Andrew Zimbalist. These are guys who know really the financial side of the business. And yes, they're in it for money. They're going to get a cut of this, just like all union reps and people who work for the unions. Working for a union is a job in itself. And the players will give you back money to make sure that you're representing them accurately. You have to be a big wig player. Mm -hmm. These guys are getting endorsements from leaders of the other huge player associations. They're getting endorsements from the leaders of the MLB, NFL, and MLS players associations. Uh -huh. That's what makes this legit. It's a real thing now, people. TV networks are going to get involved because of that. Too. Yeah, absolutely. You know that. 
and the Fox Shit, deal yeah. is is up mm. soon. Yeah, they're more than halfway through the Fox deal. Fighters, if you're smart, before the UFC makes another TV deal, because one of the reasons why the company was valued at $4 billion in the first place is because WME IMG believe that when a new TV deal comes up, they're going to be able to rake in. People want live sporting events, um, even wrestling. It's part of why SmackDown is now live, because you can get a higher ad buy rate. People have to watch the advertisements if the show is a live sporting event. We were talking about spoilers earlier today, when spoilers matter and when they don't matter. When it's the Super Bowl, spoilers don't matter. You can talk about it three seconds after the game because no one is watching the Super Bowl on a tape delay. People are not watching these live sporting events on tape delays. There is no spoilery aspect. People have to sit through the whole thing. So the TV deal for UFC, when it comes up for renewal, when it goes to a new network or Fox has to pick it up again, is big money. These guys need to unionize before that. This is probably the group to do it. We'll see. All right. We got one last little tiny thing to do today. <laughs> We're going to do a Lucha Underground draft, and I'm going to explain the rules oh. to you people. That's right. The Lucha Underground draft split starts right now here on Mass Match for all things exciting about Lucha Underground. This idea obviously came out of the fact that WWE did a draft, and it was like, okay, well, what if... Dario one day decides he wants two TV shows, maybe one on uh, Univision and one on uh, El Rey. I'm, I'm El Rey. Your logo. You're, I'm El you're, Rey. You're, no, you're, you're. We'll give you the Telemundo version of the show. Um, anyway, so here's the rules. Lucha Underground is being split into two separate, two dos. shows. Dos. Himself, and he has hired two, count them, two dos general managers. Those general managers are... Byron Fever, and the Lucha Gringo. Mm, that doesn't look like the Lucha Gringo I know. That's, uh, I mean, other Lucha Gringo. Other Lucha Gringo. Oh, I'll see you guys later. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, There's coffee if you they want They have coffee. been tasked with the assignment of keeping the violence flowing in spite of this draft split in the temple for Dario. Dario will be watching them. Dario wants to know that the violence is happy, and he wants you, the believers out there, to be happy too. So when we're done with this, I'm going to put up a little poll on Twitter, and I would love for you to go and vote who you think has the better draft going on here. Is Urban still with us? Do we know if Urban's still I'm watching us? Urban, we're actually to the draft. Sure. See, if you had watched this later, Urban, you could have just skipped right to it. I done fall asleep, so, boys. I did say that at the beginning of the show, though, that you could skip right to the draft. Yeah, if he's skipping right to the draft, boys, he's going to sleep because we're That's on Eastern Urban time. Sounds. Urban is Latino. <clears throat> at least do a racist Latino voice. You know, I, a redneck? I refuse. You guys are horrible. You know that? <laughs> um, so, and, oh. And Dario has appointed me to. Oh, oh, Urban is still watching. Thank you, Urban. Appreciate it. We're, we're to the part you waited for because this is going to get <laughs> exciting here. I, I have no idea what's going to happen here. We're completely in uncharted territory, undiscovered country, which means we're going to die. Um, me to oversee this transaction and be the keeper of all things Dario. So yes. if I come out and yell, ring the bell, you have to fight each other to the death. Um, I'm down. Shit. Each, ring the bell. Each like GM will get to pick. Six current luchadors, current luchadors in Lucha Underground. If there's any questions about what that means, they can ask me and I will clarify. Three, three current luchadoras. That's ladies, folks. 
They got to pick three each. And there's not a whole lot of ladies in Lucha Underground, so this is going to be exciting. They have to pick three each. Then they get, and this is a treat, Dario has commanded that we bring more eyeballs to the temple and bring in more violence every year. He brings in more people. So you get to choose three each outside talents to bring into Lucha Underground. And you're each tasked with coming up with one special attraction of some type by Dario. Okay? We don't care what it is. It can be a behind-the-scenes player, in-ring talent, talent, animal, car, whatever. It I'm can gonna, be anything. I'm going to draft MVP to spoil my show. <laughs> That's terrible. I didn't wow. see that. That was fire. Shots fired. Um, don't take them from me. Dario does not care as long as it brings interest and excitement and compliments your violence to the temple. That's his rule for that one. And if you have any, you need any clarifications, I can declare. Now, I stated earlier this week on Twitter <laughs> that referees, announcers, Dario himself, and corpses are fair game. <laughs> well, Casey asked the question, and I clarified that corpses, like anybody can use bail anytime they want. Casey's roster's already uh, Mr. Cisco is now fair game as a corpse. Uh, we have lots of corpses that we can use. Crew reunion. So, Big Rick, too. Oh! <laughs> Corpses are fair game for anyone to use. Since they died in the temple, I consider them like the ring. They are pretty much <laughs> just there for anybody's use if Matanza hasn't already eaten them in your storyline. Um, now, I'm going to flip a coin. The first GM to pick will be decided by coin toss. Ooh. Tails! And here's a surprise that neither Casey nor Byron know about the rules of this competition. I'm springing a surprise right now. Look at their faces. Oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. This. The way that we will proceed after the coin toss is in round one, the winner of the coin toss will go first. The loser of the coin toss will go second. In round two, the loser of the coin toss will now go first and the winner will go second. Mm -hmm. So basically, it's going to go winner of coin toss, other guy, other guy again, winner of coin toss. And it's going to go back and oh, forth each guy. round. So the loser gets back-to-backs? Back yeah, correct, because the loser will get the anyway. first pick of the second round. Mm -hmm. I've just completely fucked up their whole world. They had no idea that was coming. I'm not shook at all, shit. But I, know, I know, Matt. Casey likes this because he has no faith in the coin toss. So now let me see. Oh, I don't have a lucky coin. Go get a lucky coin, bro. Oh, Jesus Christ. We can't use his coin? I'm getting a lucky coin. Well, I was going to bring a Dallas Police Department coin in solidarity for my brothers and sisters on the DPD, but I didn't bring one. No, 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 no. We'll use some. Um, That's a nickel. Who uses a nickel for a coin toss? I'm going to use my dad's challenge coin from the LA Corps of Engineers. Okay. LA Corps of Engineers. Oh, wait, what? What's heads? What's yeah, heads? which one's heads? This is heads. Okay. This is tails. I'll take tails. I'm taking heads. Here we go. Oh, each guy's going to have two minutes for each round. I don't need that. I don't think they're going to need two minutes, but if they get stumped on something and they really need to do some research or hit the internet, or we'll pee. give them the full two minutes. We got to pee. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Let's do this. Drum roll and... Wait, nobody called it. Yeah, I called heads. He called tails. Yeah, I called tails. You called, you called heads. He's heads, I'm tails. The winner is... Tails. Oh. It is tails, people. All right. 
Now I want. Oh, Urban is so right. Urban says we should have gotten an Aztec medallion to do this. We should have. We I'll should have. But I want to tell this everyone. This looks like an Aztec medallion, though. It's pretty that cool. I'm a true, true fan. And I would be remiss as a true fan to draft anyone but Pentagon Dark as my first pick. Everybody, Pentagon Dark. Pentagon, go ahead, write right. it in. All right. What a fantastic draft pick, a AAA Nick Carter. Wow, Pentagon Dark just got called a triple. Pentagon Dark's not even in AAA. That's some poser named Pentagon Jr. Oh, can I? I've already explained my choice. Justin, I know we've answered this already, but perhaps we can answer it differently. Okay. Can I choose someone from AAA by the name of Pentagon Jr.? No. Byron, first of all, you're on the clock. Yeah. And the answer is no. The only way, because we do know that he came in as a AAA performer. I'm taking you off the clock right now so I can uh -huh. explain oh, the Oh, I think ruling. you should still be on the clock. I'm explaining the ruling. The only way you could do that, because he came into Lucha Underground as a AAA performer and has performed in Lucha Underground as Pentagon Jr. in the past, the only way you could do it is if you were to draft him under his shoot name in a completely different gimmick from somewhere else that he has performed of. Can I? So I, can I pick the um, the Dark Dragon? No, that's Ooh. not his real name, dude. I don't. I don't want to pick his real name. Okay. You know, I don't. I, I, I'm not gonna do. It. I'm I think. I think. I think. Pretty much. Name? I think. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, we're just gonna give Pentagon Dark. Triple A started, but he did it in East first. Okay. Yeah. I uh, know. Um, Good clarification, but yeah, let's. We gotta. We gotta go on. The, the ruling is Pentagon Dark. Okay. In all of his iterations, is gone to Casey as the first pick. Byron, you are back on the clock with Casey's a minute and twenty seconds Brandon. left. You get two in a row, so do both of them right fucking now. You got a minute left for your next pick. All right, so I'm gonna do Matanza as my first one. He's the most powerful force in the Lucha Underground world. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not picking Pentagon Dark, I'm gonna pick the guy who fucked him up. It's funny because you won't be able to reference Matanza that. did, in fact, through uh, and that was some furniture. Picks, so I'm going to cross him off oh, my list. Let's get Matanza up on the board. Yeah, can you write I have bad handwriting. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm Casey keep writing. You keep writing. Write Matanza Cueto. There we go. All right. Byron, you are yeah, back on the clock officially as of now. Two minutes. <laughs> okay. Mm. It's getting it's getting tough. Two big boys are down. Two big boys are gone. And we can do this in any order we want, though, right? No, I'll tell you when you have to go to the female picks. Okay, okay. <laughs> We're doing special last, right? No, I'll tell you when you got to do. I want to do. I want to do special last. He's too Is that bad. My dad's queen back. He's keeping this interesting. You have fifty-three seconds left on the clock, Byron. Oh, I want to make joke picks as i'm joking but i feel like if i say any name you're just gonna write it on the board just no kidding. you can make a joke and recant as long as your two minutes isn't up but now you've only no, got 38 I'm gonna, seconds i'm left. gonna do the man of a thousand deaths the only man who can physically challenge matanza mill more 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 tests can you draft the guy if you can't say his name hey i did the katrina pronunciation accounts Katrina. Neil Mortez. That is, that is how she Mil says it. Neil Mortez. Like my selfie I took All in the right. hotel room. Neil Mortez. <laughs> Wait, you got the red marker. You ready to talk, Casey? Oh, no. 
Oh, yeah. I think that's a solid pick. I mean, you've got Matanza and Mill now. You've got both the monsters. That's going to lead to some good booking, I think. I got to think right, about it. So we're in round two. So who? And what? Casey, you are now officially. Wait, 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 wait. So am I just picking Lucha Underground people? Yes, still? you have to pick another main male. For both? You get one pick right now, main male. I am going to pick Drago. Drago, <laughs> Drago goes number two in the draft overall. That's Fucking an amazing right. pick. Yeah, hold on, was is, not expecting that. Is Drago's the clock? Is Drago's fireball part of this? Uh, part of this draft? Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I'm. I'm gonna draft his fireball no, get as my here. special. You can. You can. Dra you can draft his fireball as a special, but you can't use it on him because he's not with you. Um. Now, pick number three. Your next pick has to be a lady. Okay, since. Byron pick Mil Muertes. I'm gonna make no one give a shit and pick Katrina. Oh, that is a theft. That's scary. That's amazing. That's scary. Everyone, everyone. You just broke up. That's big news in the draft. You just broke up Mill and Katrina. You know, Boom. that's not my fault though. That's Casey's fault, and everyone can remember that when they're voting. That's huge. That's huge, Dick. That's a huge pick, Byron. You are officially on the clock to pick a female as of now. I'm going to pick Ivelisse. Okay. The baddest Ivelisse. bitch. Okay. Spell it right. The baddest bitch in Byron's half of the temple. Uh, that's probably right. It's close-ish. Okay. Ivelisse. Good, good pick. So if you guys are counting down here, we got over there on Casey's side, we got Pentagon so Dark. To fuck you over. We got Drago. <laughs> Drago went number two. I, I was second round draft I mean, pick. She is the number one. Um, over here on Byron's side, we got Matanza. I was like, I was going to go and Milmuertes. <laughs> Females, we got Katrina. We got Ivelisse. We're going back to main male luchador performers. And Byron, you are still up right now. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. It's your turn, buddy. What's up? Byron, give us your next male luchador pick. Uh, hmm. there's just so many ones. I thought you made a fucking list, bro. I did. There's still a lot of good ones. You know what's not like? I did Drago like right away. I, I know, but I got to think about, you know, how everything's working. I just have to do it. I have someone else in mind, but I just have to do Ray Mysterio. I'm okay. selling t-shirts. Okay. Merch, merch right there. I think I think Dario likes this. This is bring money to the temple. I'm selling T-shirts. You know what I mean? Bring and with kids. Raise knees. That's like he does violence to himself when he gets in the ring. Yeah, so. it's like it's horrible. It's like after Matanza eats dinner. Oh, we'll man. see. We'll see. We'll see what the people at home think about that. People are gonna have to vote on that. So it's big poop. Um, Casey, you are back on the clock with a male main lucha roster performer as of now. I'm going to pick Aerostar. <laughs> Wait, you know, like, you know, like there's Johnny Mundo and Prince Puma and like. I don't give a fuck because I have a storyline. Can I? Okay. Can I, okay. I, think, I think his show is just going to be Pentagon Dark breaking everyone's arm and then Katrina making out with him. I'd watch that. <laughs> That's not a bad show. I mean, I kind of watched watch that. I don't need your idea. I've got mine. Wow. Okay. So I pick a time traveler. It opens up numerous <laughs> possibilities for my story. He can reset his storyline every season with time travel. He can, um, I can kill your parents before you were born and get your fucking roster. Boom. Casey's version of the show is going to turn into 12 else. monkeys. Um, okay. Casey, you are still on the clock, but now you must oh. pick one outsider. 
I am going to pick Kevin Nash, my favorite Scott luchador Hall. that is not Pentagon Jr. El Barbero Cavanario. He's a fucking caveman, son. He picked the caveman. Oh, who's? Do they still have was? Is it Toro or he something? He picked the barbarian Did caveman. Toro, Taurus, Taurus. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I think so. Now uh, I think he's still him. To, to, with your outside pick, Casey, I feel like you are. We'll take you guys off the clock for a minute here. Please explain who who this character is and what the relevance of their not what you're going to do with them, but what the relevance of their backstory is. I'm going to do exactly what his backstory is. Motherfucker is a caveman that wrestles. And if you are not instantly a fan from hearing that, <laughs> you are racist towards cavemen and fuck you. How could he have a backstory when he's already like from the beginning of history? It's, it's how far back can you go? Pretty far. Remember that live action series with the family of dinosaurs? Yeah. This sun would just drop and the moon would rise. Just that saying. One? Just saying. Yeah. It feels like feels like that's where we went. You guys, hey. you guys remember how Encino Man's a Kevin fucking Mario. cinematic masterpiece? You do you don't question how he can improve when Encino Man improves Stoney and the guy from Lord of the Rings' lives. All right. We're done. Boom. Me, we're looking at me. Sean Aston, we're looking at there. Me. You go, Encino man, cheese is old and moldy. Where's the bathroom? I have a, I have a question. No, he's in the it's, it's now my turn, right? For an outsider, yeah. Um, all right, Byron, you are on the clock starting <laughs> I, now. I have a question. You're okay, you stop. Only, I'll take out the clock for you. You can only pick uh, one person per promotion. promotion right? Well, now, here's yes, here's the deal. Dario has said. That he does not want multiple people from any other promotion because he wants Lucha Underground to remain its own unique brand in the world of underground temple uh -huh. Aztec warfare. Uh -huh. So he does not want to see a drove of people yes. coming in or a stable of people coming in from yes. any one other promotion. Yes. So no, Byron, you may not pick three people from you New Japan. You cannot have the elite, so pick someone I else. I can't try to... No. You have okay. to... Uh, so here's a question. If I were to pick... Kota Ibushi. He counts Where the DDT pick. He's on like Wrestling Research Institute. He is, but he's still, I mean, come on. If you were to pick him, what? You can pick him. Absolutely. Yeah, what does it count? What company? Um, I'm willing to let it count for DDT I just so he DDT. can't take my DDT picks. Oh. <laughs> Grab Dino. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're out for like 40 minutes of content uh, on the show. For your hour long show. No, um, uh, who I want to pick is someone who I brought up earlier. Um, I had um, originally, I thought about some other talents who are classically main eventers and perhaps the new ace of New Japan. But I'm going to go with someone who I think just screams personality and screams the kind of deviant behavior that belongs in the temple. Dan Shoku, I'm going to pick... You're gonna have him feud a dragon in the bathroom, aren't you? You have. You never like, know. Answer. It's, say who you got. seconds left. So I'm gonna pick. Um, I'm gonna butcher his first name. Tetsuya Naito of Los Ingobernables de Japón. <laughs> you did better. That was better. <laughs> Naito San goes to Byron. Tranquilo. Have another one. No. No. That was um, your second one. That was your, yeah, that was the second one. He did Evil East and then he did Naito. No. No. Or Ray and Naito. 
that right? I thought you Back just did Aerostar. Let's go to the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did Ray. I don't even remember now. How it's, am I forgetting my You did Aerostar and the Caveman. Oh, yeah, I did Aerostar and a Caveman. So I guess it is Byron's turn. Yeah. Yeah, so it's Byron's turn for a female. Uh, no, for a main roster. Wherever you want to go next. No, no, it's here. He's got to go here. I'm what? calling where we're going. We're going here back to the main roster. Main roster. Luchadors. We need a Luchador pick from Byron, and you are on the clock as no. of now. Sting. NWO Sting. No, no, Wolf, main, main Lucha, Lucha Wolf, talent. Lucha Wolf talent. Wolfpack Sting, dude. Lucha it's talent, number four. Like Sluger. Uh, I'm bringing in Chessman. So Clock's still ticking. <laughs> Uh shit shit shit. Okay, so I gotta do I gotta do Prince Puma. Prince Puma is the man. Go right ahead. That's who I wanted over. That's a solid choice. He's. I mean, it's like in the in the temple. Puma is like the younger, more more versatile version of Ray. He's got no place in my storylines. So, Go ahead, run. But it's he's great. an incredible talent. He's an incredible draw, and he's the first champion of the temple. I respect that. Yeah, why don't why don't you just give him a big kiss while you're at it? Why don't you write his name like someone who knows how to write? I wrote it and it's all he got, he got Prince in there. Yeah. Hmm. Let's My do name it. is Prince. Let's do this. And I am funky. Casey, you are on the clock with two minutes to pick another main roster luchador. Fucking Phoenix, man. Come on. Phoenix! Can you tell Casey's a triple A fan? Nah. Oh, I <laughs> Does this at all look like Casey might be a fan of triple A? I'm just saying. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, all right, Phoenix goes four. Casey, you now have to pick another lady parts. Lady parts. Ooh. I am going to pick. You are on the clock now. I'm going to pick Taya. Yeah. Oh, we know. We know who Justin's voting for now. Whatever, I would have taken Cobra Moon before all of those. Uh, it works better with my storyline, I think. Probably. Mm -hmm. All right, Byron, you are up with a female performer, female luchadora. You're getting a... Uh, he morning. keeps muting my computer. That's what that means. Oh, okay. Female luchadora. Um, you got, like, two picks, bro. I would like to pick... Um, one of the camera people, she's really good. No, and I want my presentation to be top notch. No, 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 I'm not gonna do that. It's camera just, girl, what? How much do you know her name? Left? Do you know her name? If you know her name, you can have her. No, I don't know her. I <laughs> the one that took name. the bump on the dive. Uh, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I know someone's fuck. Yeah, I, I've, I've, my, I know how much time's left on the clock, Justin. Not much. Just pick somebody. Dude, Fuck, there's two choices, dude. Just pick Sexy Star. She's all Mary yours. Posa. Mariposa. Really? None of you guys picked Cobra Moon yet? All right. <laughs> Byron's next. Uh, yeah, Byron's next with an outsider. Please. Outsider? Yes, sir. NWO Sting. <laughs> And you are back on the clock as of now. Seamus. Um, here's the thing. Because I've been watching New Japan, I kind of want to pick Japanese wrestlers from all different companies. But I'm not going to. I'm going to go with... Oh, no, 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 no. Question. Go. Do the different different WWE shows, are they different brands? NXT, Raw, SmackDown? No. If they work for Titan Entertainment, that 
that publicly held company out of Connecticut, they all count for the same promotion. So NXT. Only NXT, SmackDown, main event, Raw, NXT. pay-per-views, NXT cruiserweight, talent that weren't drafted but are still under WWE contracts, legends who don't work anywhere else, all count as WWE. NXT shouldn't count. It counts. NXT counts. Just fucking pick somebody. NWO Sting. I'm going to pick Paige. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Takes one of his outsiders and what brings up? in Paige. Interesting choice. Any particular reason for going with Paige, Byron? Uh, I wanted to have a strong female competitor. I feel like she has a back history with Ivelisse. And, and quite frankly, I don't want to do all three Japanese wrestlers as my outsiders. Okay. Yeah, because other lucha groups don't exist, apparently. Okay. Interesting. All well, right. Would I, but I have... I probably, I, 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 look, it's a very interesting pick, and I think that it could pop a number for an episode when she comes in. I don't know about the longevity of that pick, but we'll see. I don't we'll think see what people she, think. I don't think she's been booked well. And I think it's my turn. I think that I can do justice. Also... I mean, she looks kind of like, you know, a vampire and vampiro. Oh, he's trying to get a replacement. Katrina is what he's trying to do. Well, that's not a bad plan. I mean, you, you mm. stole Katrina from him. You broke up Mill and Katrina. Maybe Paige is a good replacement. Yeah. All right. Casey, you are on the clock with your outsider pick. My outsider pick is the mighty speedball Mike Bailey. Oh, God damn it. That's a great pick. That's fucking solid. That that's that's probably one of the best outsider picks we've had yet. Fuck. I could have thought of a few, but Speedball is way up there. That's good stuff. Oh, fuck me up. And Casey, you are now back on with the main roster pick number five. Who's going fifth round in the main <sighs> roster, Casey? On the clock. Well, on the clock, brother. I am not going to do a triple A guy this time. Or am I? Jack Evans. Oh, Jack Evans is kind of a triple A guy, but that's, you know, he got the dragon slayer. Well, he's got to have somebody to fight all these guys, all these baby face, triple A luchadors. I like how he's second to like the five foot and under rule. Well, you got Rey Mysterio. (laughs) So, um, Wow. Byron, you are yeah. on the clock with a main roster. You're on the clock with a main roster luchador. Two minutes starts now. All right. I have, I can, here's the thing. Uh, I'm going to go with maybe a little unconventional, but so is picking Drago at number two. I'm going to go with the Mac. I actually, I don't, um, I don't think that's unconventional. I think that's a very solid pick. I like he that. He was on my list. All right. So before we get to Byron's next pick, um, I like this. We've got, on Casey's side, he's got a roster right now going of Pentagon, Drago, Aerostar, Phoenix, and Jack Evans on the main roster. Byron has Matanza, Mil Muertes, Rey Mysterio, Prince Puma, and the Mac. Mixing it up. Pretty good. Female rosters right now. Casey's got Katrina and Taya. Great, great stuff over there. Byron's got Eva Lise, Mariposa, and Paige now in his f- female stable because he drafted her as one of the uh, outsiders. Um in the outsiders category, uh, Naito is a great pick. So is Speedball. Kevin Ario. We'll see. We'll see what Casey does with this, but we'll we'll see. It's an interesting pick. Kevin Ario is just going to come out and cut a promo promo and say like, 
I'm just a simple caveman. <laughs> It's gonna be like a Geico commercial. What is going on? No, here? it's so old. Um, it's not like that's an old bit. With the caveman lawyer. Yeah. Uh, All right. So, um, Byron, you are back on the clock with your third and final female main roster oh. pick. Go for sexy star, bro. I'm gonna do Cobra Moon. Okay. Clap, clap, hiss, people. Cobra Moon goes third round draft pick to Byron's team. Okay. Like that. That's a solid pick. Hey, give me some cool name from PWG that doesn't work for WWE. They all signed no, by now, right? No, I'm not giving they you all, any shit. They all signed from both. You just subbed me with Sexy Star and you want me to give you yeah, a you, fucking. You took Pentagon. I had big plans for Pentagon. You know, I had zero plans for Pentagon, but since he's my favorite wrestler, I picked him first, unlike you, because you're a fake fan. All right, um, you're I'm wearing a clock. shirt. He lost like at least a minute 15. Nope, you're on the clock as of now. Okay. Well, female. Four, two, three, get fame. I choose Brenda so that I don't have to pick sexy star. <laughs> oh my God. What is the deal? I like this. Well, nothing against sexy, sexy but I star do like. Sexy star gets no fucking love, people. She has been officially lost from this draft here. Boom. But How you know is that possible? There's six slots. There's like seven female performers in Lucha Underground. This is news, people. This is amazing. You thought you fucked me, but I fucked you. So you now, is the, un the unmasking of Sexy Star has really caused a ripple that has gone all the way to the MMM show Lucha Underground draft here. I, I, I hated Sexy Star before Lucha Underground even existed. Let's just put it that well, way. He, well, Casey is a, a longtime AAA fan that did oh, not Oh, wait, like, Urban's uh, commenting. Probably saying how great my fucking choice was. Oh, no, no. Urban likes the page choice. Thank you, Urban. Urban likes the page choice. That's a good call I right there. I think Paige is awesome, and she's going to be even more awesome. But can she beat Brenda? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, Casey has not put a huge emphasis on his women's division. But, but I will say this. In Lucha Underground, that's not necessarily a factor because it's not necessarily a women's division. They just compete as luchadors with everyone else. Even though they're luchadoras, they compete just like everyone else. So maybe, it does, maybe you don't need a full stable of women like what Byron's thinking about with his WWE mark mentality. Maybe I uh, realize that Brenda fits into the storyline perfectly that yeah. I have written. Here's another thing to consider. I don't think Paige is opposed to mixing it up with intergender wrestling. I mean, she grew up wrestling. She's wrestled guys before. I think she can more than hold her own in the temple. It's Byron's pick now, right? Um, yeah, you did. Yes. Wait, no. Yeah. He just picked Brenda. You just picked Brenda, and you now have to go and Wait. do your next outsider. Oh, I got to do my next outsider. I'll do my next outsider. Hi, everybody. I choose <laughs> from the DDT promotion in Japan, Danshoku Dino. Thank you. What? What a surprise. You have to explain uh, uh, Danshoku to people who don't watch DDT. Oh, you know, I don't think words can describe Dan Chokudino, so I think that they should just Google him and watch all the videos that come up. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't know if Cornette would approve of that. I don't think Cornette's going to give you a vote uh, 
on Twitter when we put the poll oh, up. Well, when I when I recruit Cornette as my special choice, he'll have no choice. All but right, to follow interesting. Me. I'm not gonna do that. All right. Uh, so Byron. Byron, you have to pick an outsider. You are on the clock as of five, four, three, two, on the clock. I kind of got fucked when you said NXT doesn't count as a separate thing. You didn't pick anybody from fucking. Oh, you picked Paige. Paige. Why would you right pick there. Paige over anyone in NXT? What? Well, I mean, I really wanted to get. I would have picked No Way Jose you right now. Oz, Paige is a good Paige. pick though, because and that's actually not unrealistic that she could show up somewhere else in the next year or two. <laughs> yeah, but well, I mean, you, you could have picked you, something completely unrealistic. Yeah. You could have been like, "Yeah, The Rock's going to be on Lucha Underground," but that would be ridiculous. Like Paige is an actual legit decent pick. Like Thank I could you. see her running her course in WWE and coming to a Lucha Underground or a TNA or someplace else. I think that's a yeah. good, realistic, real-world pick. Thank you. Roddy Strong, is, isn't he signed already? He hasn't appeared. Like, I, I, did, I did say signed and, and appearing, yeah. locked up. Um, Top guy. I mean, Top shit, water. for all I know, fucking that one's this for you, guy Zach. could be signed and locked up, but I don't know officially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sign Brandon. Brandon, Brandon. Why do I have... Oh, uh, I mean, I kind of think I should go with Coda, so that way I could see him do a moonsault off the roof. What's his last name, Byron? Kota Ibushi. Okay, you, got, you did good. Yeah. Bringing a little Japanese strong style. Ibushi-san goes to Byron! I just want to point out that I could have picked Kota Ibushi, and I picked Dan Shokudino instead. Yeah, that's a bold choice. Bold, bold choice. <laughs> um, all right, Byron, you are back on the clock with your yeah. sixth and final main roster luchador oh. performer. Who do you want? Go. Who do you, nice. Casey, who did you want? I want to steal your hopes and dreams. Keep Dario oh, happy. I really, I really, Keep really Dario wanted happy. PJ Black. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. All right, I got I got another surprise for you guys. So it's gotta be our Hennis. Let's go. No, <laughs> it's gotta be you just gotta pick. I got a, I got a good surprise for you guys. So let's let's get this wrapped so. up so I can tell you what the surprise is for next week. Okay. Uh, oh, man. oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! I'm going to fuck. You're going to fuck? That's disgusting. Just pick somebody. So I'm gonna do external monologue here, or dialogue. Oh, I don't here comes the vagina monologue. So I'm tempted to go with Daga to bring a little lucha strong style oh. against oh. Naito or Kota. That's a good That's, idea. I'm That's thinking about that. A smart person would do that. There. But I'm, are you going to? I'm thinking maybe Mundo helps round out. My main event people. Who's your uh, worldwide underground? Uh, oh, they're all on my show. Well, Ooh, that's shit. also. Uh, I'd want you to could take also them. steal them from you. Uh, but you also, part them. of me wants to get Killshot because Killshot's on the upper trend, and mm -hmm. I know he'll always mm -hmm. put on a good performance. Mm -hmm. He'll fuck mm -hmm. shit up. Thirty-seven kills. Mm -hmm. I also don't want that guy mad at me. What about Marty? Marty is also awesome. Yeah, but well, right now, why don't why don't we not give Byron my picks, Justin? Fifteen, <laughs> fourteen. <laughs> 13, 12. You know what? I am going to go with Daga and bring Lucha Strong Style. Strong Style. I actually, I, honestly, I really do like that pick for what for what else you've got going on here in the sixth role. you got to be smart as a GM to know when you get down here, yeah. these picks are more about rounding out your team than necessarily getting a superstar. If you have to take a superstar sixth, you have fucked up somewhere up here. Yeah. So this is correct, especially to go with these guys here. 
even even working in even lease into a program with Dago is possible. I like that as a pick. Thank you. You know, uh, I just want to point out that Justin doesn't think that Dago is a superstar. And that's fucked up, Justin. Well, I don't think that he's been currently booked as a superstar yet. Yeah. He could get there in this next season. We're the ones booking, buddy. Well, that's what I'm saying. So maybe, okay. Dago, you can make a superstar. But he's not, at this point, like if you take a Mundo or somebody there, that's a superstar. Um, I could take a Mundo right there, couldn't I? Yeah, no, so you're back on the clock, Casey, and you've got some choices. There's still definitely some talent out there that's available in Lucha Underground. Let's see who who we we have Marty Killshot Mundo yeah. Tejano, mm -hmm. uh, who else are we missing? Mm -hmm. Arhenis, come son, on, Arhenis, son of Havoc, son of Havoc mm -hmm. superstar, Angelico, oh, superstar. Yeah, it's funny because that's my choice is Angelico, Angelico. Oh, that goes that. See, and again, that goes well with what you're doing here. You got Drago, Aerostar, Phoenix, Jack Evans, Angelico. This is like, I feel like maybe it's a little X Division Lucha here. He's a very solid like opening match for my show. For for one episode of the season, yeah. Before he breaks something, that'd be he's great. I only need one episode. <laughs> all right, that's and true. also I want to point out that not all of these people are going to survive my show. All right, so <laughs> I'm more ruthless than Hefe himself. Now, um, when I say death match, I fucking mean it, Justin. We are to the special portion of. Yes. Now, what this means, I have the worst joke. But as I said, Hefe has has commanded that his new general managers bring him something special. I got something special. Something special. Something that creates opportunity in the temple. Something that creates excitement. Something that brings violence. Something that makes the believers believe even more. You have to build a special attraction of some kind. This could be anything. This could be um, an exotico. This could be a midget. This could be a, a, a helicopter. This could be <laughs> helicopter. This could be cute puppy dogs for bucket. I choose airwolf, bitch. <laughs> this could be lost kittens for Brenda to find in the temple stands. This could oh. be anything that brings oh, factor to the show. So, uh, Casey is still on the clock. Byron, oh. you're going to have the last say. You're going to be the last one here. Okay. Casey, your final pick of the Lucha Underground Draft 2016 as a special attraction to make Dario El Jefe Cueto happy is... You're on the clock. It is going to be... The Great Muda. What? A wrestler? He's wow. A hey, it's a that, that look. You cannot say that Muda is not a fucking special attraction. Yeah. Okay. That's a special attraction. I mean, because I would put Wagner as a special attraction to a certain extent. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think Muda. That's a somebody's got a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody does. Wait, like, how is Muda not here and then Chocodino is here? <laughs> Shit happens. I mean, that's interesting because that's still the, wrestling, dude. That yeah. could have that could have been gone down a different way. Like that, Choco Dino could have definitely been. The oh, special. someone's got to wrestle Dino. So can I draft Byron instead of Muta? Can no, I no. Um, you got Jack Evans with his flying butthole attack. Okay, that was on purpose. So Byron, we are going yeah. to put you on the clock with your final pick, a special to make Dario happy. Mm -hmm. 
what's going to make i see and that's the other reason why i think that this really works great muda really works because this is something that dario is going to say that's violence he's going to love that dario's going to love that well i will ask dario but that i think dario's going to love that <laughs> what's your special someone that stabs someone in the fucking head like the great muda does all right i'll be right back i have two minutes two minutes you're on the clock right now counting down people and if he doesn't make it back within the two minutes I get his pick. <laughs> My choice for special is the current world heavyweight champion, NWA Toluca Lake chapter, Byron Turk. You're booking yourself? Hell yeah. The GM is booking himself. He can do that. He can Horrible. do that, everybody. What good is running? Byron Turk is the special on Team Byron. Every every wrestling promotion needs a world champion. And now we finally have a champion, not of the temple, but of the whole world. He's bringing himself in as the Toluca Lake NWA champion. I'm sorry that I didn't think this was an opportunity to dick around and put myself <laughs> over. Look, look. You're you, running a wrestling promotion. But you have, to, you, have to admit, you have to admit that wrestling promotions – have been from the start of time bookers putting themselves over yeah from especially from the time that vince came off the announce desk from the moment that vince came off the announce desk uh bookers have been really putting themselves way way over yeah Agents well and now we know who he's gonna reveal his cigar guy so what good what good is running a wrestling promotion if you're not gonna put yourself over and also what good is a wrestling show without a champ huh you literally have the champ as your first round pick. I got the champ right here holding the gold. Yeah, well, you do have some gold over there. And that is one of the things that I will say about next week. I have the trios champs, bitch. Yes, you do. Now, oh, how cute. You both get to do this because of how the way this came down. Can you put a C by my name on the special um, for champ? You certainly can. Now, did you draw a dick next to his name too? You're going to have to figure something out here because here's one of the rules for next week. Next week, folks, what we're going to do is these two guys, not only did they have to draft these guys, but they have to book a show with this nonsense now. MFA. MFA screenwriting. We can't, just, we can't just let them get away with saying <laughs> some random names and doing nothing with them. They now have to prove that they can, in fact, do something with these names, that they are real men, that they have some gullion, some fucking balls, some fucking balls. To do something with this hot mess up here, including Byron Turk, NWA Toluca Lake chapter champion, being drafted into his brand of Lucha Underground. So what here's what Dario yes. has commanded. Dario has commanded that you name your show Lucha Underground colon something. Mm -hmm. You need to brand your show and it needs to be compelling and something that will get the believers to watch. You need to book one episode you do not have to use all of your talent but you must include three matches and two vignettes at least yeah i'm good with that and they have to be credibly told matches they need a start and a finish and you can choose a shitty wwe 50 50 finish if you want but keep in mind people will be watching this as the premiere episode of your brand split okay and and you have to tell us after you book this, where the overall program would go that would be interesting to the believers. 
You do not get to just finish at this episode. You have to tell us what the program is leading to that is exciting about the overall program. You can book one match with a finish for this show, but you've got to tell me where the program's going to. Okay? And okay. again, you do not need to use all of your talent, but keep in mind, if you have drafted somebody here that you don't use or don't have an overall plan for, people are going to think you're idiots. <laughs> and that is the real <laughs> downside of this. Or don't they realize that we fucking drafted Brenda. Right. <laughs> now, you can explain past your episode, too, of other arcs for people that aren't involved if you want to. But I do need a full episode, a concept of a full episode. You know what, Justin? Not only am I going to take that challenge, you'll know where I'm going just from the story that I'm building during my episode. Yeah, well, that's what we hope. Now, you also have one title on each side here. Um, no one has picked the current Gift of the Gods champion. Oh, where? We'll talk about your, you have one current Lucha Underground title. Now, you each get to have one more title brought to your show. All yes. of what WWE is doing with the Universal Belt. You get to create one belt for your show. It can be the belt that you have right now, Byron, that you are bringing into the promotion. But keep in mind, ADR didn't turn his into a Lucha Underground belt. So keep in mind, you, you may not want to do that. You can create a new belt if you want, or if you choose not to do that because you have what you need and you don't feel that you need another belt, you do not have to have one, but you may create, Dario has said, you may commission one more belt as long as you as GM pay for it yourself because he won't pay for it. Mm -hmm. But you can create your own belt. Well, how, how is he going to do it? He can't afford a new belt. Oh, I'm just saying. Yeah, he I, can, oh, I, I... He can get Brenda to take some of the money from Famous B from money that he's won that he can send you famous isn't on his roster no but brenda's no. there she can steal it from him in the middle you of the know night. what i already have the title in mind because i'm going to bring something now from so the mighty and you guys have to help story. me out here you have to help me out here have you metal? we have one more thing that we have to do with people that are left you guys have to give me six and three from everything that's left in lucha underground you, you have mean? to give me me. I'm going to book an episode from whatever's left, and I'm going to show you guys that with your dregs of shit that you guys didn't pick, that I can do a better job than both of you schmucks with this shit. How about how about you oh. give me that roster? Oh no 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 no! I'm taking all the leftovers. I'm taking all the leftovers. Okay. Look at all the prestige. You don't. All you of don't my have picks. three girls though. It's impossible. Sure, I do. I got sexy star, and I got. I'll make Melissa wrestle. You got Black okay. Lotus. Okay, yeah, you got and Lotus. I got Lotus. Those Fuck, I could have got Lotus instead of Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, so let's look, let's look at the roster that, that Justin has been left with. Let's see. Johnny Mundo. Mm -hmm. Tejano. So far, not watching the show. Uh, let's see. Who else do I have? I have we Marty. I have Marty the Moth. Marty Elias, yes. I have... Oh, look at that. I have kill shot. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. I'm going to give myself AR Fox because he's officially oh, on the show. No. No. Oh, no, no, no. He's been on the trailer. Didn't I we agree not to do no, that? We agree not, we agreed, I, yeah. I we said, agreed not to use the I have proof. I said to these guys in a DM earlier today we that said if no. they were in the trailer, they were fair game because we know that they are signed Lucha Underground talent. I am taking AR Fox. Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. taking AR Fox. 
Oh, you hate mm -hmm. it. Who else is left? Um, I just like how I'll take Paul London. Okay, go ahead. He's going to end up accidentally doing a spoiler and getting himself banned from the temple. No, he just, not at all. Uh, not at all. What, how am I gonna? How am I gonna do a well, spoiler? What, I'm gonna Paul? book A.R. Fox and Tejano. Well, what is it? So we have to give them all new like characters and names. You don't. We don't know what they're called. They can still be called A.R. Fox. I'm Paul just gonna London. book them as Paul London and A.R. Fox. Oh. I've seen enough of what these guys do to be able to book them credibly. Mm -hmm. Those guys are great. Look, and I'm taking all the leftovers. And so then my female Skeptical. roster. My female roster is. Yeah. Who do we got here? Sexy star. We got sexy star, which means I get the gift of the gods belt. Oh, oh, who gets to book Aztec Warfare next week? Mm, not you guys. No, that's never what? been for the Aztec Warfare. Uh, Fuck you guys. I mean, that's never been for <laughs> the, the, the gods. gods Give to the gods match. Maybe I, maybe I just created the Aztec Warfare Championship on my show. Well, you might have. Um, so I get Sexy Star. I get. But that's fought for the title. Lotus. The and one I that's get, on my show. Oh, let me I'll tell you what my title is. I'm going to make Melissa wrestle. Okay, that's fine. She right. did wrestle. You guys okay with Melissa wrestling? She wrestled in Southern California. They tweet she's, all the time about she it. She's done it, before. right? Yeah. So she has strapped on boots before I've people. So I'm not totally screwed. Um, outside picks, outsiders. Let's see. Oh wait, we Who didn't say we gave you any outsiders. Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting everything that you guys got. I'm gonna take uh, NWO Sting. I'm gonna take Virgil. EC3. Oh, yeah, Urban call it EC3. Yeah, EC3 is a great Virgil. Are you kidding me? Hashtag fuck money. <laughs> Hashtag meat sauce mafia. Damn, that's a Oh, we didn't talk about Virgil's response to Conor McGregor. Oh, who else would I want? Um, ooh, can I take Psycho Clown? Go ahead. That'll be fun. Yeah, he was like... I can book Psycho Clown on AR Fox. You know how dope that would be? Not very mm -hmm. Oh, come on. <laughs> Come on, shut up. You know you would pay money to see that fucking match. You would pay I, money I for that. I'd see Pagano in uh, uh, Pagano's a good choice, too. Who am I going to take for my third choice? My third choice. Virgil. Mm -hmm. The champ is just checking out his championship belt. You know what I mean? All Ooh. I know is that Justin's been talking about how you need more brothers in wrestling, and he didn't bring any of these outsiders. Ooh. Virgil. Should have brought in Virgil. He has a 14-inch cock. He told Conor McGregor, I bet my dick's bigger than Can yours. I book Kevin Cross? Yes, you can. Oh. oh. Hey, he has we not. No. Well, look, he came on our show and said that he's done some dark stuff for Lucha Underground. But he's not an active character. But he's not an show. active character, and he's never appeared on so TV. And a, currently, he is an FSW wrestler. I'm taking Kevin Cross as one Kevin of my Cross. outsiders. Yeah. That's a good one. That's I'm taking really Kevin Cross. All he's going to do is have a job. Because I know how his brain works. He's going to have fucking mm. sexy star beat everyone in a battle royal. I would not want to be responsible for sexy star beating Kevin Cross. And as my special attraction, and I'm glad we've washed our hands. I am going to take Vinny. He's a lucha guy. He's a lucha guy, though, Shit. isn't he? I wouldn't take Vinny. Um, no. You gonna you gonna take me? I'm still up for grabs, Justin. Still up for grabs. I, I kind of want to take Pimpy. Mascarita? You already picked a triple-A guy. Oh, oh, special can be anyone. Ultimo uh, Panda? Ultimo Panda would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Ultimo Panda would be good. Pan, strong Panda style. Yeah. 
All right, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Ultimo, and solid pick. Solid pick, right there. I don't have any animals. So that's my roster of leftovers. Yeah, that's true. I took all the leftovers, and somehow I got Johnny Mundo and Tejano and Killshot in the leftovers. What is wrong with these guys? This is amazing. This is like a no-brainer. This is so easy. So next week, folks, tune in. We're going to book three shows for you. We're going to talk about some Lucha Underground. We're going to talk about some UFC 202. We got some fun stuff planned. Going to be another bang-up episode. This was a lot of fun. This was amazing. Um, Hopefully, also, we're going to try to do some year-end awards for Lucha Underground in probably two weeks right before the new season premieres. So I'm going to start working on that and getting that together. And apparently, I've got an episode of Lucha Underground to write. These guys have an episode of crap and super crap to write. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do with this stuff. They didn't take Sexy Star. They didn't take the Gift of the Gods champion. What the fuck is wrong with them? I'm going to do a another match against Matanza and Muerte. He's going to have both of them. Brenda my, wrestle and Helico, and they're both going to break their fucking legs. My episode is already written. It's already up here. Well, I'm, all I got to say is Casey's won. episode better have a whole lot of high spots with that fucking roster. Oh, no. All of them <laughs> are jobbing the Dino. It's, it's fine. Um, Brenda's winning gift of the gods or fucking Aztec warfare. You know, and tweet us about who got left out because there's still a few names that didn't get drafted, like uh, Joey Ryan didn't get drafted, and and Cortez. He was was on my list, yeah. There's only Uh, so many spots. Who else didn't get drafted? Who else did we not get? Fucking Dragon Azteca Jr. Dragon Azteca did not get drafted. He was on my list, but I was I almost took him over Paul London at the end there, but. Yeah, uh, yeah, you probably should have taken him over. Uh, fucking. Uh, I like Paul though. Sexy star, but yeah, you know, he's not a woman though. I need. You can You can't tell people what bathroom they can use. True, true that. Well, um, did you pick Famous B? No one picked Famous B either. Uh, but see, here's my here's my issue with Famous B, and he's kind of done this to himself a little bit. He's halfway between valet and and wrestling. He has retired as a lucha underground competitor. Right. He makes stuff happen though. He's a wild card. Yeah. Deal. But I also know with a with a roster this deep and a couple of corpses, I can do a lot with a roster this deep and <laughs> a few corpses. I mean, come Casey on. scooped them all up. They're in the back of his car right now. Dude, all I got to say is no one is allowed to take the weekend at Bernie's match that I'm going to do with Ultimo Panda and all the corpses from Lucha Underground. I want- <laughs> He's just going to wrestle corpses. Sounds like Wait, it'll be Panda a guy or a girl? Oh, I don't know. I want. I Anybody want, know who's under that mask? I'm gonna do a match with Trace and Barrio Negro against each other. <laughs> what if I told you that Ultimo Panda was someone that's already on my roster? So you fucked up, Justin. Oh, <laughs> great Muda. Yeah, it's, it's not a great Muda. Muda this whole time. It could be Arrow Star with the amount he's appeared recently. He could uh, be doing both appearances. Panda's taller Somebody's than Arrow Star. And Byron, how's Justin? he gonna book himself? I'm the champ. Writes itself. I'm gonna use. I'm going to use Justin Referee for all my matches just oh, yeah. to try to was, redeem his name. I was hoping to uh, draft Marty and Rick Knox as my referees. No, I said referees could be uh, – referees were universal. They have to work all the shows. I just didn't want Justin as my referee. That's why I'm going to have my special referee, Matanza. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm also – I'll announce this right now. special and special referee. I'm changing up my announce team, and somebody will be fired on the first episode of my show. Oh, sorry, what? Striker. Oh. I can do that. That's my show. I'm the GM. I can fire one of the Look at what the announced team on WWE is like right now. Where's Jerry Lawler? Is he? Where's Lillian Garcia? Where's she she's, go? She's taking what? care of her dad. 
Where'd she go? She's not there anymore. She's off TV. She's off TV. That's, That's right. Not a story I can take line. so I, but I can take people off TV. I don't need a storyline. Wait, wait, can you do it? Uh, but with three Lucha Underground shows going around. So if I have, so if I were to take one of my announcers, they're all in play. Now, though. did you guys know I was going to do this? I planned the numbers specifically so that no matter what happened, I would have a good amount of leftovers. Did you guys catch that? I did these numbers exactly. I, so I, I really thought you were scared to do this, Justin. No, I was more. I was more like I can't, It'd be unfair if I actually got to pick. I have to let these guys pick, and I'll just take their dregs because I can come up with something that good just from their dregs. These guys have not seen the dark places that Lucha Underground Ragnarok is going to go. Boom! Oh, Ragnarok. Lucha Ragnarok! Did you just spoiler your own War, show name? War of the Gods. Look it up. Lucha Underground Ragnarok. I have to say, I like that. I like that. I don't have a good name for my show yet. You won't get one. I don't have a name for my show. I just have all former and current champions. Can I do world. Lucha Saturday main event? Just Saturday Saturday Lucha main event. Underground Byron Turk. From I'm, doing, <laughs> I'm doing the 10 a.m. kids show version of Lucha Underground. Jack. Lucha Underground jacked. <laughs> Jack Underground metal. I'm doing Lucha Underground heat. Oh god! <laughs> Sunday Night Heat was kind of cool at first because it was like, "Is this really a TV show?" I will be showing you all the best matches before the pay per view that should never be on a pay per view or television ever. You should get Alberto on your <laughs> roster. Underground, the pre-show. Well, all right, guys. Five hours. This has been a, an, a tremendously long episode. Uh, I apologize for the length, except that I don't. Um, if you don't like how long our show is, then the easiest thing to do is don't listen to it all at once. It doesn't matter. It's not relevant to anything important in the universe. No, no elections were decided. Nobody died during the filming of this show. That was um, great, dude. 